The Xbox Activision deal continues to go through tense negotiations, debates, and the regulars looking at everything, and this is starting to look like a knockdown, drag-out fight. There's brand new information for the Xbox Activision deal. This was meant to be a show about the Game Pass earnings report, but just this morning when I was prepping, Tom Warren broke a whole thread about info coming out about the deal, and we want to break it down for you very, very quickly. I'll do it right in the beginning of this stream. You don't have to go searching for the info. I do it as an update. So it's like a five minute thing. And then we do really long discussions. If you like live streams, click subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these. That way you can be here for them. This is a Reforge update. Microsoft is seemingly pretty unhappy about the regulators and the deal in their Xbox Activision deal. Their attempt to do an Activision Blizzard acquisition is seemingly under a comb. They're combing over this and saying, listen, there's certain things that can't take place. And Microsoft does not look very happy. Just this morning, Tom Warren breaks the story with a thread highlighting numerous things about Call of Duty and the deal. We will also be breaking down things that we've learned about the earnings of Xbox Game Pass, and that's because of the Brazilian regulators combing over everything. So we get a lot to break down in a quick update. Head over to Reforge Gaming if you want to watch my live streams, but if you're watching on the Reforge Updates channel, thank you so much. So Tom Warren had three tweets that are very important, and he had the following to say. Microsoft Microsoft isn't happy with the UK CMA regulator over its Activision Blizzard acquisition comments. It describes the regulator's concerns as, quote, misplaced, and that it, quote, adopts Sony's complaints without considering the potential harm to consumers. Microsoft reveals how much money Game Pass actually makes. That was going to be the cover story of our show. That'll be later in this report. The second tweet, he said, here's Microsoft trying to make it sound like it sucks at Xbox and gaming. They mentioned that they're, quote, last place in console. <laughs> they're, se- <laughs> they're seventh place in PC and nowhere in mobile games distribution. So, yeah, they're admitting the truth. They're they're not doing so hot. And that's sort of the undercurrent of the Activision Blizzard deal is they want to buy a foothold in the market because they don't have one. The CMA thinks that Microsoft, according to Tom Warren, has an advantage in cloud gaming with Windows plus Azure, and Microsoft says no, they don't. So Microsoft is claiming that they don't have an advantage with their own technology. The third tweet says, Microsoft also claims, quote, keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation is a commercial imperative for the Xbox business, and that it is, quote, counting on revenues from the distribution of Activision Blizzard games on Sony PlayStation. This is something we have said a hundred times and continue to get disagreement from people who are super pro-Microsoft to the point that they think they're going to start taking all those titles and properties off of Sony. And Microsoft just basically admits and says, no, there's a commercial imperative for us to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. And beyond that, we need the revenues and the distribution of those games on the Sony PlayStation because the PlayStation has a great foothold in the market. This is huge news, and it backs what many of us have been saying about the deal, that it would be market-restrictive to do all these things, but it would also be damaging to Microsoft, and their shareholders would probably step in if they tried to yank very 
profitable property off of the Sony platform. Tom Warren did a little bonus tweet at the bottom of the thread and said, Microsoft also says the, quote, CMA adopts Sony complaints without the appropriate level of critical review. So Microsoft's firing back at the regulators and saying, look, you guys aren't doing a good job <laughs> and and we're not happy with it. And we're going to admit to not being good in gaming to justify this purchase. Now, during all of this, there was also information that came out from the Brazilian Administrative Council for Economic Defense, CADE, C-A-D-E, and we got to see the Xbox Game Pass earnings, which... I was going to be running a positive story about Microsoft because it looks like Game Pass is doing pretty well. According to Tweaktown.com, Microsoft revealed Game Pass earnings data to Brazilian regulators to help build a favorable case for the upcoming merger with Activision Blizzard. Right now, multiple worldwide regulators are sifting through tons of games industry data and the massive Microsoft Activision merger is looming and regulators have collected libraries of data figures, testimonials, and expert opinions as they try to determine if the mega merger is good for consumers and the 198 billion dollar video games market as a whole some regulators like brazilian administrative council of economic defense have already approved the merger cade released a public document outlining its thought process on the approval and included a ton of data on xbox playstation nintendo and others so brazil says yeah go ahead and the UK says, wait, 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 no, there, there's more to this, and Microsoft seems unhappy about that. One specific figure shows just how much Microsoft makes from Xbox Game Pass on consoles. According to the data, we've never seen this before, by the way, Microsoft's not public with their earnings uh, on, on, on these things. Xbox Game Pass generated $2.9 billion for consoles in 2021 based on data publicly available by Microsoft Xbox Gaming generated a total of $16.2 billion for the calendar year of 2021. So what does this break down to? This means Xbox Game Pass made up roughly 18% of Microsoft's total yearly Xbox revenues and nearly 30% of its games and services revenues because they made about $12.5 billion on just games and services. So close to 20% of the yearly Xbox revenue was Game Pass. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. This looks very good for Game Pass. We're we're seeing growth of the subscriber base. It looks like they went from like 20 to 25 million uh, members and subscribers. That's excellent. But the real question is, where is the ceiling? What happens when you hit the ceiling of the subscriber base? That happened to Netflix. Netflix saw a crazy, like... 3,000% jump in subscribers from like 2007 to 2021 but then they hit their ceiling and they continued to dump money into first party content and it hurt them what's going to happen when Microsoft hits their ceiling their saturation levels once they hit sort of the maximum amount of Game Pass subscribers you won't be generating any more you'll just be maintaining revenue now how do you grow that are you going to have to shut down and shutter your 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 Developers that are making the least amount of money? I'm not sure. If they take the Netflix approach, the bottom will fall out. So this looks very promising for Game Pass, but it doesn't look good for Microsoft right now as they publicly admit they're way back in last place and they have to put their property on Sony for the future of their business. It sounds to me like they're embracing the software format. Many of us have said they're not really worried about gaming console wars anymore. They're in the business of selling software. And if you're going to sell software, you're going to sell it on PC, 
and you're going to sell it on Sony. As always, if you like these quick updates, head over to Reforge Gaming. That's where I do my live streams. If you're watching on this channel, Reforge Updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Well, 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 chat. It is a spicy, spicy morning. I had to delay the whole show. I'm like typing up a Game Pass positive show, and then I see this tweet thread from Tom Warren. I literally was early this morning. I came into the chat. I gifted a member to the Turk, and I go to tweet about it because it was hilarious, and someone has mentioned me on a tweet thread with Tom Warren. And I'm like... Holy frick, this is going to cannibalize my show. There's no way I'm going to be able to do a positive show about Xbox or Game Pass without this crap absolutely cannibalizing the show. So I was like, we got we got to change. We got to change. I called Creature. We had to make a new thumbnail. We had to type up a different description. I was literally wearing green, okay? I was literally wearing green. I was ready to be pro Xbox, okay? The Game Pass numbers actually do look really good. They look like they're making up a very good revenue share of the gaming division under Microsoft, so good for them. But holy frick. Holy frick, this tweet thread from Tom Warren. It this this is this is great because I continue to tell people, bro, Microsoft will continue to want to sell their property on Sony. They're going to want to because they're so big. And Microsoft basically comes out and's like, yeah, it, it, there's a business imperative. Our, our plans are to continue selling Blizzard Activision titles in Sony because like, there's a ton of money to be made. Microsoft is taking on the posture of a software company. They, and, and I've told people time and time again that those of you that think this is about a console war, your viewership, your, your, your view of the issue is too small. Microsoft is making a 900 IQ play. They're buying a chunk of the industry so they can profit from it. Their their strategy is so much bigger than, oh, we want games for Game Pass or, oh, we want to beat Sony. No. They want to sell software to Sony consumers. They want to make money off of the Sony platform. Hey, Sony's done a great job saturating the market with their consoles. What if we owned a bunch of the property that was sold over there? What if we owned a bunch of games that sold really well over there? Like, I don't know, Call of Duty? Imagine suddenly owning Call of Duty and 48% of the sales are on Sony. That is a fantastic strategy. That, that You're no longer worried about needing to sell more pieces of plastic than Sony. It's all about, we're going to leverage your success for our own. They want to buy up the industry? I think this is why people are misunderstanding the, the, the scope of this. I don't think people understand how massive this is. I had people like telling me, like, well, Brazil's fine with it. Brazil's fine with it. I'm like, who the frick cares? It matters when the USA and the UK weigh in because they're the ones that are going to stand in the way of this. If you're going to let Microsoft do this, it's going to have to go through them. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. Good on Microsoft for diversifying their market. Everybody thought I was being a hater. I'm like, I'm, I'm not being a hater. I'm actually telling you that Microsoft's making a brilliant play and you're looking at it so narrowly that you can't see it. It's, it's, it is absolutely not about a console war. It's about software distribution, right? It, it, it is not about, oh, there's going to be more. We're going to get people to switch to Xbox. No, that's not it at all. We're going to read through 
I read through the summaries, so if you stuck around, good for you. The show open was just a summary Cliff's Notes. Tom Warren has these documents in his tweets that are spicy. Yeah, the shirt command needs to be updated. I still don't see how anyone can step in and say who can or can't buy things. That sounds like BS to me. You should be really glad they do this. It's good for the consumer. What do you mean? These regulators are in place to stop antitrust behavior and anti-competitive behavior you don't want companies to be able to just scoop up and buy up everything it would be terrible for you do you really want companies to be able to control the market like that and do that look at how many complaints we have about things that like amazon has done to small businesses and what walmart has done and like things they've done with anti-competitive behavior and squashing folks like of course we need laws and regulations in place to keep this sort of things from happening look at the look at the abysmal state of the cable industry in the united states for an example of why we need to be protected as consumers and a completely outdated infrastructure not at all built well and not expanding not upgrading and we overpay dramatically because the friggin cable companies have monopolies out the waz in virtually every city across the united states without the regulation microsoft could buy sony and nintendo and double the price overnight Well, they couldn't buy Sony and Nintendo because those are Japanese-owned properties, but what Hilly is saying is true in other industries and in other places, right? Guys, if you're enjoying the coverage this morning, listen, welcome to Reforge Gaming. This is what we do. We break up and we, we, we get spicy, we chop it up, we cover gaming news. Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my shows throughout the week. Please do me a favor and help out with the like ratio. We cannot have a bad like ratio when we have this many people here. There are so many many folks here smash that like button we've gotten almost no new subscribers this morning so a lot of you may already be subscribers if you're already subscribed and you love my shows we need likes i need 300 likes like right now we're closing in on 500 viewers we can't have like a piddly amount they'll look at us and say what's going on over there i'm dead serious I guess it makes sense when you put it like that but this instance it seems like playstation is being protected yes they are being protected greg it's not as you, it's not so simplistic as they only protect the consumers they also protect businesses they protect businesses from anti-competitive behavior so yes they are attempting to protect Sony because what's attached to Sony a ton of consumers it's it's not it's not just about like oh we need to protect the poor poor consumer who can't protect themselves it's no we need to protect the the, the businesses that are out there they're both publicly traded Microsoft could uh, without regulation no, Japanese-owned companies cannot be purchased by Western companies, Hilly. It's a, it's a Japan thing. They're, it's not a regulator thing. You, you, can't, you, you, you can't buy Sony and Nintendo. You can't. A Western company can't do that. It, it's not possible. So the deal's not happening. So basically, this is what happens. This is why the thumbnail says the truth comes out, okay? The truth comes out about this deal. Microsoft's not doing so hot. They, they basically admit it. They admit that they're in, like, last place on, 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 well, everything. Uh, they admitted they were in last place in the console war. They're, like, seventh on PC, and they don't have a mobile foothold, right? So they're apparently trying to say, hey, we, w- w- this deal, it, it, we're not a threat, basically. We're not a threat. <laughs> we're... We just dropped, you know, $70 billion, uh, but we're not a threat to the industry. Embracer bought divisions of a company. Yeah, Embracer didn't buy an entire company, right? Register a company in Japan, start buying shares. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe, Hilly. I need to pull up these tweets from Tom Warren. I do. I do. Because we need to look at the actual documents that he references. Okay? It's... I tweeted this morning, and I said, Sniff. (laughs) Smells like I told you so. I was like, I try to tell y'all. I try to tell y'all. So let me open these images so uh, we can check them out. I'm not sure where he pulled these from. I'm sure he'll have an entire breakdown article later. Has he specified where these came from? Because he says that this is basically the UK CMA regulator is, is the reason for all of this. Okay. Okay, so here we have the CMA's concerns are misplaced for the following reasons. So this sounds like an official response from Microsoft. Sony PlayStation has been the largest console platform for over 20 years with an install base of over 150 million consoles, making it larger than Nintendo and more than double the size of Xbox. (laughs) Microsoft Microsoft being an absolute cheerleader for Sony... (laughs) I need that on a t-shirt. Can I get that on a t-shirt? Just, can I have that on a t-shirt? And then just, it's in quotes, and right beneath it is Microsoft. You know? (laughs) Well, here comes Microsoft. What do they have to say on the matter? Well, Sony PlayStation's been the largest console platform for over 20 years. They have an install base of over 150 million consoles, which means they're larger than Nintendo and they're double the size of Xbox. (laughs) Come on, that's funny. You have to laugh at that even as an Xbox fan. Come on, you have to laugh at that. It's pretty funny. Uh, Elentius returns. Think you're missing the point. The issue is not COD exclusivity. The issue is COD marketing feature parity subscription exclusivity. Deal with approved with conditions issue is which conditions i appreciate the ten dollar super chat guys now would be a great time for a member train gifted member train or super chat train or check out the wish list help to springboard uh the lego channel we got legos on there you can send me for my birthday you guys are the best people already did that all right let's keep going sony engages in conduct conduct today which is reflective of its market power in console gaming including increasing prices of its console without fear of losing market share and i don't know what happened there cut i guess so <laughs> sony reflects its 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 market power because they raise prices of their consoles okay but that's lacking context because Sony didn't raise the price of their consoles just because they raised the price of their consoles in specific markets where there were giant currency fluctuations, right? They did it in markets where currency was dropping in value and they were protecting their margins. So you're basically you, the, the way they're the way they're framing this isn't fair because Apple and other tech companies also raised the prices of their tech for example, where the yen had dropped by such a large percentage that they had to, right? Xerox with a five-month milestone. Five months or four, I don't know, but time flies. The show is still getting uh, by the day. Keep it up. Thank you so much, Xerox. So that's not exactly a fair framing of them increasing the prices. That wasn't them reflecting their market power. That was them saying, uh, yeah, well, the yen just plummeted, so we're going to protect our margins in the Japanese market, right? And other tech companies like Apple... Uh, as well did it. Oculus did it. I believe it was Oculus. 
The suggestion that the incumbent market leader with clear and enduring market power could be foreclosed by the third largest provider as a result of losing access to one title is not credible. There are more than 4,000 games available on PlayStation alone. So this is a red herring. This has nothing to do with the actual discussion about Call of Duty. Microsoft, you sound silly right here. The the discussion about Call of Duty has to do with an existing consumer base. 48% of those who purchase Call of Duty do it on the PlayStation. So citing how successful Sony is and citing how many games they have is superfluous to the discussion. That's this is this is embarrassing that they typed that. I'll be honest. Like what what the who typed that? The evidence shows that less than blank of PlayStation's monthly active users are playing Call of Duty. Even without all those gamers, a highly improbable outcome from a hypothetical foreclosure strategy, the PlayStation gamer base would remain significantly larger than Xbox is today. So basically they're saying even if they lost all the Call of Duty fans, they'd still be bigger than us. Great argumentation. Uh, a five-month milestone from GNS. Totally love your content. Uh, so Away supporting you for your life. Oh, thank you so much, GNS. And a $10 tip from my man James Carr. It makes no sense to me. If this is supposedly a good thing and designed to even the gaming industry, then they should support Xbox because it sounds like Sony should be brought down a bit. No. No, Greg. A company being successful doesn't mean you bring them down. That's that's a ludicrous idea. So uh, if a company is very successful, they should be brought down. Do you have any idea how bad that would be for the market? It'd be destructive. You're talking about mass loss of jobs, mass loss of industry foothold, and then you wouldn't be able to buy nearly as many games. You'd destroy the market if you arbitrarily or manipulated it to say, oh, we have to bring down the market leader. That's not even what Microsoft is arguing. Microsoft is arguing that Sony's not in under any threat by us because we're a joke and they're amazing, is essentially what this reads like, right? Like, they're they're literally saying, we are not a threat to Sony, let us buy, let us buy Blizzard. (laughs) That's what they're saying. The idea here, says Creature, is you can't just pay to F up somebody else's success. Yeah, you can't be like, like, think about, think about what Microsoft is fundamentally arguing here. They're basically saying, you have so much stuff it's not a problem if we buy some of it and take it away from you. That, that's essentially their argument. Sony, you have so much stuff and so many games and so many consoles and you're doing such a great job. It won't hurt you if we hurt you. What, what, the, what the F? So if you buy Blizzard Activision and you take Call of Duty away from them, it, that wouldn't hurt them because they're so successful? What the frick? What game, what company is going to is going to say that that's okay? Do you do you honestly think any company that size is going to be like, "Well, I tell you what, guys, we make plenty of money, so it's totally fine if this company does anti-competitive behavior and buys up a bunch of our product and then we can no longer sell it." Like, hello? What 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 kind of argumentation is that, bro? We're not a threat to them, so we're allowed to hurt them? That's essentially the argument. Microsoft is basically saying, well, we're not a threat to them, so we should be allowed to hurt their business. Seriously, think about it. We're we're not a threat to them. We're so weak in the market. Well, you you should allow us to do this. It won't won't hurt them that bad. Give me a freaking break. 
Since the transaction was not out, Sony has acquired several game studios including Bungie, developer of the popular online game Destiny 2, Haven Studios, Lasangle, and Savage Games, and a minority interest in From Software, the developer of the biggest game of 2022, Elden Ring, among other hit games. This complements Sony's existing minority shareholding in Epic Games, publisher of Fortnite, strong first-party game catalog, and extensive portfolio of exclusive arrangements with third-party publishers. There were over 280 exclusive first- and third-party titles on PlayStation in 2021, nearly five times as many as Xbox! Come on, man! Why would you why would you admit that? There were over 280 exclusive first and third party titles on PlayStation in 2021, nearly 5 times as many as Xbox. Jamie Christmas. <laughs> so essentially what they're saying is they've bought up companies therefore it's resulted in a a great foothold in the market right I'm not going to deny that this is not an example of Sony's strength but if we're going to compare acquisition spending I don't think Microsoft wants to do that because no one's coming close to them do you understand? Like, you're basically establishing that, oh, we should be able to do this because look look how much acquisition Sony is doing. Homie, you're, you're trying to literally get on a rocket ship of acquisition. What are you talking about? Acquisition spending, no one's even close to what Microsoft's trying to do. No one's even close. Listen, I'm fine with them getting Blizzard Activision as long as they don't get anti-competitive. Let, let me be clear about my position here. Right? Let me let me be clear about my position here. I'm totally fine with Microsoft acquiring Blizzard Activision. I just don't want them to do anti-competitive things that are bad for consumers and bad for the market. If you do things that are market disruptive, everybody loses. So like I'm fine with them buying Blizzard Activision. I don't I don't give a crap who owns them. To a certain degree, it might be better to have the level of funding that Microsoft could bring to the table for some of the Blizzard Activision properties, okay? It could also really help with some restructuring because Blizzard Activision is is in pretty bad shape, you know, with all the crap that happened and Bobby Kotick and stuff. So I'm not against the acquisition, like, at all. When the announcement took place, I was like, that's freaking dope, good for Microsoft. I continue to sit here and debate people who are so full in their fandom for Microsoft, I've had to continue to tell them, listen, you are not seeing just how big Microsoft's plan is. I feel like I have a bigger vision for what Microsoft's doing and a greater respect for what they're doing than the people that come in here and decide to get all console war on me. It's like, I actually have a greater admiration and respect for what they're doing than you do. You think it's some console war nonsense. Microsoft's in the business of buying and selling software, and that's what they're doing. We're getting ready to read exactly that. We're getting ready to to, to read that. Is this the one about it's imperative that they sell Call of Duty? Where's the one that says that? Microsoft has no intention to take Call of Duty away from gamers, and indeed, it has publicly committed to not do so. 
Are, are we are we gonna have to go back? Are we gonna have to go back to the other to the other streams where people are like, they didn't say forever. They didn't say forever. Stop it. Microsoft has no intention to take Call of Duty away from gamers, and indeed it has publicly committed not to do so. The value of Call of Duty depends on its community of gamers, the majority of whom are on PlayStation. Is the, is the microphone working today? How, how, how long have we said that? Keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation... Keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation is therefore a commercial imperative for the Xbox business and the economics of the transaction. (laughs) This victory lap feels pretty sweet. (laughs) I told you. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. It's like, there is no way. There's no way they'll take Call of Duty off of PlayStation. PlayStation has every right to express concern about it. Every right. And as I said many, many times, Microsoft agrees with Sony. They're not going to do it. As such, Microsoft has offered Sony a contractual commitment to continue supplying it with Call of Duty, including new releases with feature and content parity. But that's not what they offered them. That's, that's not what they offered them. That, they, they didn't offer them new releases with feature and content parity. They offered them a couple of the extra years on top of what was already there. That doesn't mean... That's not an indefinite offer, right? That's not an indefinite offer. This is such a one-sided channel. How is it a one-sided channel when consistently throughout my coverage of this, I've continued to say, Microsoft's making a 900 IQ play. They're a sleeping giant. This could be huge for Microsoft. This could be big. Just because your narrow view of it is a console tribalistic war hero, that doesn't mean I'm being one-sided. I'm, I'm actually quite positive about Microsoft's choices here. The only thing I ever said was, Call of Duty cannot be restricted to one platform. It's too endemic to the gaming ecosystem. It's too endemic to the PlayStation ecosystem. That's all I've ever said. I've done nothing but praise Microsoft and talked about how, bro, they could literally step out of the water in like five years and look like Godzilla. 100%. And I've continued to try to tell people, Microsoft has a much bigger plan than you're giving them credit for. You're selling them short. I'm not. I'm not selling them short. You're the one that thinks Microsoft dropped $70 billion on an acquisition so that they could sell Xboxes. That's what you think. And when I try to tell you for months at a time, that's not what's going on. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. There's no way they're going to remove Call of Duty. I get told I'm a PlayStation shill and I'm being butthurt and I'm worried about not being able to play Call of Duty, even though I always play Call of Duty on my Xbox. I'm not. How am I being one sided? You basically press mute anytime I praise Microsoft. And anytime I talk about how, hey, this is a pretty good plan, this could work out really well for them, you press the mute button, and then you let go when I get critical. So you're like, this is such a one-sided channel. It sounds like your listening is one-sided. Freaking accuse me of being one-sided. 
The referral decision fails to explain why, in the CMA's view, Microsoft would make such commitments publicly and privately, which are also reflected in its internal documents, if it had no intention of honoring them. Foreclosure strategies of this type outlined in the referral decision would alienate the Call of Duty gamer base and tarnish both Call of Duty and Xbox brands, undermining the rationale of the transaction. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? So the people that tell me, well, this is their intention for now. This is their intention for right now. Listen to the language that they just used. Foreclosure strategies of the type outlined in the referral decision would alienate Call of Duty gamer base and tarnish both the Call of Duty and Xbox brands, undermining the rationale for the transaction. So they're basically saying, if we were to ever do that, if we were to ever yank Call of Duty off of another platform, it would alienate the gamer base, one, tarnish Call of Duty, two, tarnish Xbox, three, undermine the rationale of the transaction, four, it would do those four things, but you know, eventually they're going to do it. Eventually they're going to do it. They, listen to that language. You think they're, you think their shareholders would be cool with that? Well, yeah, a couple years ago, you guys said if you did this, it would alienate the player base, tarnish Call of Duty, like what third largest franchise in existence, tarnish Xbox, oh, and undermine the rationale of a $70 billion transaction. You still, you still holding on to that idea that eventually they're going to move Call of Duty to Xbox because they want to sell Xboxes? You still think that's a possibility? It's the chat and general vibe here. You guys always knock on Xbox. I don't see the point in getting to deny it. No. No, I don't always knock on Xbox. And that's not the general vibe here. I literally had a planned positive piece about Xbox Game Pass. Like, read the description of this video. Most of the description is about how, hey, we finally get to see how Game Pass is doing. But it's actually looking pretty good. I was literally in a DM this morning with Eugene, like, okay, make check me on this, Eugene. Are the earnings of Game Pass good or bad? And so he brought up Netflix and was looking at general earning trajectories of Netflix and how they grew quarter to quarter, year to year, and that's why we were making comparisons to Netflix and ceilings. So, like, we were literally brainstorming, like, okay, we want to make sure we're fair and make fair comparisons here to other companies, other earnings, other subscription funnels, and we were going to run with a positive story. And then I go to Twitter, and what do I see? Lo and behold, I see everything we've been talking about out on Main Street, naked. Just, oh, look at this. Microsoft is like, hey, UK regulators, you better stop it because we're really bad at this and we're, we, we, have, we have a terrible rank and we don't have a foothold at all and we can't put Call of Duty only on one platform. It would be tarnishing to our brand, Call of Duty's brand. It would alienate the consumer base of Call of Duty and it would undermine the rationale of the transaction. And I'm like, <sighs> I got to cover this. Do you honestly think if I tried to go with the pro game pass story this morning? Do you honestly think if I tried to go with the pro game pass story this morning, we would have been able to talk about it? It would have been completely cannibalized. The vibe here is to bag on Xbox. Homie. 
if you think the vibe here is to bag on Xbox, then take your joystick, take your membership, and find somewhere else to hang out. Because that's not the general vibe here. If that's how you interpret the vibe here, then you're going to have to find somewhere else to hang out. Because we do multiple talk shows a day, tons of coverage, and if you're going to summarize the work that I put in and, and and the effort that I put in to this channel as that, then I would like you to leave and to not come back. Because I don't appreciate having my coverage and the effort and work that I put into this show summarized in that way. Yeah, there are people in chat that like to take shots at Xbox. I had a guy here yesterday who went round and round with me being anti-Sony, anti-Jim Ryan. And guess what? We, 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 we let him stay. I didn't run him out of here. I, I didn't run him out of here. I let him stay. I, I've got plenty of people that come in here who are super pro Xbox and super anti-Sony. And they're, they're totally allowed to stay. I, I don't understand this idea. All you have to do is read chat. You're reading half of chat. Were you were you here yesterday when we tried to cover Sony, Greg? And I had people immediately come in and run with anti-Sony narratives? Would it be fair to say the general vibe here is anti-Sony because that happened? Your moderators don't like when Xbox guys take shots at Sony but are okay with Xbox shots? That's not true. We had two or three people in here yesterday, one of which debated with me for like 30 to 45 minutes. We didn't we didn't ban that guy. You're being extremely selective. I li- I literally sat, I literally sat with a guy and and debated him yesterday. He was being super anti Sony, super anti Jim Ryan. He had two or two or three other people coming in and agreeing with him. Like I don't understand what I, I did that with a guy yesterday, and we were trying to run with the Sony story about PC games coming sooner, live service games, and then we also talked about the Horizon Zero Dawn remake. And I had to hear from people about $70 this, and greedy Jim Ryan that. Where's the slant if I allow that? I allowed that to happen during a Sony story. I allowed that to take over the chat. Where Where's the slant? Where's the bias? To be fair, vibe isn't the same as echo chamber, aka banning for disagreement. Okay, so we have had to run negative stories about Xbox, and I've had to run stories that I felt were good about Sony. I have I've had to defend things that Sony has done. What do you think that's gonna do to the audience, Kaganeko? What do you think is gonna happen? Do you think the Xbox guys are gonna stick around for that? No. There was a time where I literally couldn't cover Sony topics because I had so many Xbox fans that would bail on me the minute that I did. So, what do you want me to do? You, you, want, you want me to stroke the ego of Xbox fans so they stick around? We had to run some of them out of here because they were so dishonest and nasty. I couldn't even play Stray, the, the PlayStation game that came out, the cat game. I couldn't even play that game without one of them coming in and ruining the vibe. I've never had a Sony person come in, the people that love Sony, and ruin the vibe of an Xbox day. We played Halo Infinite for a month. We had community game nights with Halo Infinite. Nobody came in and tried to ruin that. I didn't have to get rid of anybody because of that. Yo, Grey God, jumping in as a member. Thank you for doing that. Enjoy your dope badge, your emotes. Enjoy access to my members-only Discord. Let's get a member train going. If you like the coverage, we welcome all viewpoints. 
if, if we have more Sony fans here than Xbox, that's not on me and that's not on the people hanging out. You know what I'm saying? If you're pro Xbox, come here and, and take up the mantle and defend or argue for your positions. I love it when you do that. If, if you think the general vibe here is anti-Xbox and pro Sony, that, that's not our effort or our aim. And if you look at our coverage, you look stupid if you think that. Look at my channel and look at all the VODs. Look at all the things that we cover and try to claim that. Wolf of Darkness with a uh, it's like a $20 tip I think what's up I thought Xbox has no games what happened I'm a gamer I don't care about where I play COD competition's good for gamers Griffin with a $2 tip through Super Chat this chat be like <laughs> ex-publicans and Sony-crats there you go I'm not gonna argue for Xbox I see you constantly ban those people that's false I do not ban people for being pro Xbox that's not true unsurprising you're 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 admitting you're an xbox fan and being dishonest in the same breath the only people we got rid of were people who just came in and lied because it was exhausting to deal with i had people lie about me i had people lie about my coverage i had people lie about my integrity and we walked them out the freaking door and i'll do the same to you if you're going to come in here and lie about me i do not ban people for being pro xbox that is bull we don't do that here If you don't like the show, you don't have to stick around. I'm not going to spend the rest of this episode defending how we run the show. It's very easy to not stay. We welcome all viewpoints. We welcome debate. I've got plenty of guys here who are dyed-in-the-wool Xbox fans. They debate me. They go toe-to-toe. People like Distorted. People like Vengeance. They are die-hard Xbox fans. I had that guy yesterday going after Jim Ryan and Sony. We didn't ban him. Right? So if you feel like that's what we do here, then walk yourself out the door. Don't make me do it. Because that's not what we do. We we love debate. We love fans on either side. It makes for good discussion. Contribute to the discussion or or don't. Yeah, Mo Mo hasn't been around as much, but Mo is another diehard Xbox fan. He had a change in his schedule with work. Mo orders coffee. Mo, Mo's a regular member, and he comes in here all the time and debates me about these things. Uh, Artaram with a three-month milestone. Just give me good games, right? I want to read the other the other image because this is about the their foothold in the market. The CMA provides no evidence that rivals rely on Microsoft's multi-product ecosystem for cloud gaming. The emergence of cloud gaming providers that do not rely on Microsoft's multi-product ecosystem shows that Microsoft does not have the ability to foreclose competition. I mean, I get this. I don't think I have a problem with this, but I do think Microsoft's Azure is so big and so often it's it's like one of the, it's like where most of their money comes from, isn't it? It's like it's like OS, Office, Azure. That's like their three leaders in in revenue generation. So I. I but I don't think that anybody would claim their cloud solutions are are in a position to create foreclosing on competition. My man Phil D jumping back in with the four month milestone. I bought an Xbox Series X based on your coverage. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Hilly's Xbox. I mean, I. I <laughs> One of the roundtable hosts is Super Pro Xbox. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sony already took the Azure bag. Yeah, isn't Sony paying for Azure? Like, I don't think there's a viable argument to be made here that like Microsoft would be able to do like foreclosure competition, foreclosure on competition w- with Azure. It wouldn't be in their business interest to do that. 
Guys, if you're enjoying the show, do me a favor. If you've never been here before, I keep it safe for work. It gets spicy. It gets hot, but it's entertaining, okay? You're allowed to come in here. You're allowed to disagree. You're allowed to come in here, and you're allowed to debate. We don't get into calling people X-Bots and Sony Ponies. We think that's ridiculous. I usually talk about fandom going too far. I try to. I try not to even say fanboys anymore. You'll notice this morning I haven't said fanboy. I've said people let their fandom take them too far, Right? I, I try not to foster that environment. So if you want to enjoy that with us, I, like I said, I also keep it safe for work. Hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat and consider smashing the like button. There's over 600 people here. We could easily have 400 likes. Uh, Azure is one of their uh, three chair legs and I didn't even know that it was. Yeah, I'm fairly certain if you look at Microsoft's earnings, it's like, I, I, again, I think it's OS Office Azure. Azure is massively lucrative for them. I mean, Sony literally pays for it. Like, you know, I I really, really don't think that this is a part of the discussion. So I I understand uh, Microsoft pushing back on this. Consumer adoption of cloud gaming remains low. This is 100% true. It's going to stay there until, you know, the technology catches up. This is like battery technology always lagging behind, you know, phones and cars and stuff. So, you know, internet tech is lagging just especially in the West, especially in the West. It's just lagging behind. Cloud gaming and subservices Microsoft wants to build and push don't work if the services aren't available on all hardware. That's exactly right. Um, harming or degrading rival services would significantly set back adoption of this technology, protecting market-leading incumbents, Sony on console, Apple and Google on mobile, as well as Steam on PC. Xbox has a platform which is in the last place in console, seventh place in P- <laughs> seventh place in PC and nowhere in mobile game distribution globally, has no incentive to do this. Instead, uh, its incentive is to encourage the widespread adoption of cloud gaming technologies by as many providers as possible to encourage the major shift in consumer behavior required for cloud gaming to succeed. I think this is probably the best thing that they've said in the rundown. We've read three different sections of Microsoft's response to the CMA. That's probably the best thing that they said. I, I don't have any problem with that at all. I don't. I, I think that's exactly right. I don't think Microsoft has any interest in harming the ecosystem of cloud gaming and harming their competitors because if cloud gaming is going to succeed, they need Sony to be doing awesome, right? If Sony's doing awesome, then th- th- then they don't have any concern about Azure continuing to get great support uh, and, and, and great adoption. Sony already did a PlayStation streaming dongle. No one wants a streaming dongle. Uh... I got news for you, Kyle. I think a gaming streaming dongle will be a thing. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Reaper ordered a bag of Reforge Roast, Dark Roast. Thank you for doing that, my friend. If you guys have never tried out our our coffee, it's not a sponsor. This is Reforge Gaming, and we have our own coffee, Reforge Roast. We have a light roast and a dark roast. You can do the best of both worlds combo. Try out both. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity... You should try ours. I drink, I'm drinking dark roast right now myself. Super smooth. We've gotten people who aren't even coffee drinkers to buy the light roast and they love it. Well, dark taco, I don't think what Eugene said, and I certainly don't think this, this, this text here, I don't think that points to game pass landing on other platforms. They're talking about their cloud-based solutions, bro. They're not talking about game pass in this sentence. Uh, in this block of text. I think you're doing a logical leap. I don't think that's what they're talking about. They're talking about, we don't want to harm the ecosystem because the ecosystem needs to flourish if, if our cloud-based solutions are going to flourish. That's essentially what they're saying. 
Rob V with a $20 tip through Super Chat. Spicy today. Why are you even paying attention to him? He's clearly just saying dumb stuff to bother you. Who's he responding to? Your perfect example of the general vibe in chat? Who? Who is he responding to? The general vibe in chat from somebody named Dante? Who is Dante? I don't know if I've... Dante says, I don't own an Xbox for what? Like... I'm not going to ban people for being generally negative towards Xbox, bro. He's bashing on Xbox. Look, man, if somebody wants to come in and bash Xbox, they're allowed to do that. As long as they don't take swings at people in chat. There was a guy yesterday bashing Sony and Jim Ryan. I didn't ki- I didn't walk him out the door. If he's bashing people in chat, we'll take care of it. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I can see that distorted. We only walk people out the door when they take shots at other people in chat or me. I, I don't. You, I don't. I, you take as many swings as you want at Microsoft and Sony. They'll be okay. They're big boys. They can handle it. You're not going to hurt their feelings. Someone who's been here a whopping hour, a name and avatar I've never seen, is the arbiter of the general vibe. Right? <clears throat> yeah, I've never interacted with Dante, and he's the. You're saying he's the. He 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 expresses the the vibe here. People trying to police the chat. Like, I've never in- inter- interacted with Dante Merlo before. This is probably his first day in the dadgum chat. I'm not saying it will supplant traditional gaming completely. I personally like to own my games. However, you've tried the GeForce Cloud or even Stadia before. It's solid. Oh, back to that. The Xbox gaming dongle will 100% be successful. It will be. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Like, I, people, people will buy it. They, they, they will they, they, like I think people are going to buy that Samsung television that has Game Pass built into it did you read the Brazil decision I, Brazil doesn't matter in my mind Br- Brazil is fine with everything they, they, they Brazil I'm sorry but but the Brazilian government that oversaw this the K the C-A-D-E they basically nullified their opinion by saying the market would be fine if Call of Duty went exclusive okay well you're too dumb to weigh in now go away Microsoft doesn't even agree with that. So Brazil, respectfully sit down and be quiet. You, you don't you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. When 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 Microsoft says this block of text, Brazil looks stupid. This right here is egg on the face of the Brazilian government. Like what the frick are you even talking about? Oh yeah, Call of Duty could go totally exclusive and it wouldn't hurt PlayStation or the market and and then Microsoft walks out and throws egg on their face and is like actually yeah it would be pretty bad it, it would be pretty bad the Brazilian government's one of the most corrupt like listen you can't walk out and say it'd be totally fine for Call of Duty to go exclusive and then the very company trying to acquire it is like yeah, no, we're not going to do that. That would be absolutely terrible. You just look dumb. Do, do, do you think their 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 opinion on the matter ha- holds any weight when even Microsoft doesn't agree with them? What the frick? Yo, Sichuan with a seven-month milestone. Real gamers have a PC. Real gamers play games. Come on. Real gamers play video games. I don't care where the frick you play. You could play on a Nokia phone and you're just addicted to Snake. I don't give a crap. Gamers are gamers, bro. 
Yo, six-month milestone for Jay White jumping back in. Real gamers have PC, Xbox, and PS5. It, have it all, have one. If you're playing games, I, I don't care where you play. You know what I'm saying? I don't care where you play. They're making a decision for Brazilian gamers. Call of Duty hardly sells there, so it isn't a big factor for them. Yeah, Brazilians, Brazil's economy's crap. How are they regulating a merger? I, uh, you're misrepresenting what they said. Need to reread uh, Brazil's stale statement. I saw them being quoted in multiple articles as being like, if it went exclusive, that that wouldn't be a problem. They were they were totally okay without making up uh, provisions for for uh, Call of Duty and exclusivity. They were totally fine with it. The CADE, that's the Brazilian Administrative Council for Economic Defense. The CADE is Brazilian. I'm not making it about the Brazilian people or or the people of Brazil or Brazilians. The regulators, Brazil's Administrative Council of Economic Defense, they're fine with the merger and they're on record as being like it's fine if Call of Duty goes exclusive. That does that that shouldn't hold it back. And Microsoft says otherwise. Brazil 100% approved the deal while considering if everything Activision Blizzard went exclusive, including Call of Duty. I read it. Yeah. They literally approved the deal considering that, like, yeah, if everything goes exclusive, including Call of Duty. What are you talking about? The CADE was totally cool with the deal. They don't care if COD goes exclusive. And then Microsoft walks out and says, no. It can't go exclusive. They have egg on their face. They don't even have the thoughtfulness of the very company trying to buy Activision Blizzard. And I'm supposed to care what they say? What? That'd be like saying, well, the student council board approved this. They think it's totally fine. And then the principal comes out and is like, yeah, we, we can't do that. It's going to be too expensive. So, so then what they said doesn't matter. Brazil's economy's in shambles with hyperinflation, so of course their economic defense is going to be fine. Daddy's fine with it because they want a foothold in the gaming sphere. The CADE protected their consumers? No, they didn't. So if, how do they protect their, their consumers that have Sony consoles? How? If suddenly those if, the, if suddenly those people with Sony consoles, they're a part of the 48% of the buying community that buys Call of Duty. How do the CADE protect those consumers? How? How are they protecting them right now? What's what's the what is the uh, the Administrative Council for Economic Defense doing for the people of Brazil right now? What are they doing? Are you, are you educated on this? What what research have you done into the Brazilian regulators and what they've done for the people and the consumers of that country? How are they helping them right now? How are they helping those who own Sony consoles by approving the deal? They literally said COD exclusivity wouldn't foreclose Sony. You're just wrong. But that's not what's up for debate. <laughs> See, that's why their opinion doesn't matter. You made you made my case stronger, Miguel. Sony comes out and says, if that thing goes exclusive, that's anti-competitive. That will hurt us. And your response is, well, you won't have to close down. What the frick? How is that the response? How? How is that the response? So, 
it, it if some grocery store is like hey if this deal goes through it's really gonna hurt our bottom line well according to our reports you won't have to close down that's not what the complaint was it's not imagine telling some company that well you won't have to close down but we're gonna lose massive amounts of profit which means we'll have to downsize and fire people what are you how is that protecting the economy and the consumer and the people that live there yeah you won't have to close down so <laughs> yeah figure it out that, that, that's why I don't take the, the, the CADE serious they sound dumb They sound absolutely dumb. If you've got a regulative body looking at the economy and looking at businesses and they're they're combing over the paperwork of potential anti-competitive behavior and they're like, well, as far as we can tell, they won't have to close down. That's not what you're investigating. That's not your job. Your job is not to determine whether or not a decision would lead to the foreclosure of a company. You're deciding whether or not it would be market restrictive and hurt the business that is lodging the complaint like that your your job is not to determine whether or not Sony has to shut their doors no nobody once has uttered that a single complaint about that Lona was not saying Xbox should care about Sony's bottom line that's not the argument yeah I'm not saying that either did you read their document I read articles that directly quoted them. Oh, are we going to do that thing again where you try to undercut my argumentation and coverage by telling me I need to go to some reset era forum and comb through a 70 page PDF? That won't get any traction here, my friend. We do copious amounts of research, both me, my producer, and this community. They, They made it about foreclosure read you somebody literally just put it in chat that they said oh if everything went exclusive it wouldn't it wouldn't foreclose them they bought Bungie and Bungie had the stipulation that they're allowed to do what they want with their games If Sony fall, gaming will crumble. So, I mean that, but that's never been the debate. The debate has never been about like Sony will fall if this goes through. It's never been about that. Microsoft is only being considered to buy this because they aren't market leader. Y'all are crazy if you think this deal would go through if Sony held the reins. It would have been stopped. Kyle just made an absolutely killer point. Think about that. I want you to think about the argumentation that Microsoft is putting forth right here to justify the deal. They're basically saying we should be allowed to do this because we're not a market leader. Well, let's let's reverse the logic and the argumentation. Does that then therefore mean that Sony Sony couldn't do this because they are the market leader? You know what I'm saying? Like so the fundamental argument here is Microsoft's doing poorly so they're allowed to do this that's the fundamental argument okay I, I I guess I guess I could see the logic of saying this doesn't empower our foothold 
to harm the market. It allows us to get a foothold. I don't think I disagree with that. I don't think I disagree with that logic. I think that logic tracks. We don't have a foothold in the market. This is us trying to get a foothold in the market. So, yeah, Sony couldn't afford to buy to, to, to buy Blizzard Activision. Don't, don't kid yourself. Microsoft has deep pockets because you're talking about a company that's tenfold the size of the gaming division. Right? So, yeah, I, I actually track with the logic here. I think Microsoft is unfortunately having to embarrass themselves to a degree to be like, we've been kind of sucking wind for a while, man. We, we, we don't have a market hold. We, this, this is not a, we're not a threat to the market at all. It's kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth, though, because it's like, you just dropped $70 billion on the market. How are you not a threat to the market? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm tracking with their logic. Like, we don't have a foothold because if we did, this would be a problem, right? If we had a foothold buying like this many this many companies, that would be a threat to the market. Oh, okay, cool. So you're trying to buy a foothold. But in the next breath, you're showing how much control you can have over the market because you're dropping $70 billion on it. You're, you're buying up... 20% of what the global gaming revenue looks like. Like, that's... That actually is a lot of market control. Potentially. Don't you see? Their own argumentation is a reason to be concerned. Microsoft is saying, if we had a foothold, this would be a bad idea. Okay? After you buy this company, you will have a foothold and then that could be a threat to the market. Don't you see? They're justifying Sony's concern. Their very argumentation is, if we had a massive foothold in the market, this this would be a threat. Because look where we are right now. They're justifying the purchase by saying we don't have a foothold. This goes through, you overnight have a foothold in the market. And that's exactly why people are concerned. You suddenly own Call of Duty and everyone's supposed to shrug at that and be like, well, cool. Hopefully you guys, you know, do good things. Yeah, I wore a green shirt today. We were originally going to be running a pro Xbox story because their Game Pass numbers actually look good. Is that a bad thing? It can be. It can be a bad thing. I think, see... How come Sony's the only one crying? See, there's the dialogue of like, Sony's crying. No. My gosh. You, You have to take off your tribalistic ball cap for just five seconds and listen. No one is crying and saying they shouldn't be able to buy Blizzard Activision. People are using the same logical reasoning that Microsoft is using in this rundown. They're saying, if you suddenly have that level of foothold on the market, that could be incredibly market restrictive. And you're like, putting on your green ball cap. Well, Jim Ryan's crying like a baby. No, no no he's not. He's using the same logical reasoning that Microsoft is using Microsoft is justifying the purchase by saying we don't have a massive foothold you're trying to buy one 
So if you suddenly have a massive foothold on the market, that could be market restrictive. Like, you see what I'm saying? You're you're too busy being a you're too busy being a fanboy. You're you're calling Jim Ryan a baby and saying he's crying. Like you 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 look like a clown. Like you're not contributing to the conversation. Both companies are doing the same thing. They're looking at the market and they're saying we want a foothold or we want to protect our interests. They're both doing the same thing. This is exactly what they're supposed to do. If J- Jim Ryan doesn't deserve to be a CEO, if he doesn't protect the profit margins of Sony, it's quite literally his job. It's like a foreman running a construction site being like, hey, we need that stuff moved out of the way or we can't do our job. Why are you crying? I'm I'm not crying. I'm 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 literally doing my job. I'm I'm protecting the interest of the work and the flow and the deadline that we have from the client. You just sound like a baby. That's what you sound like. The CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world walks out and is like, "Listen, man, that would be really market restrictive and anti-competitive if like the third largest franchise in the world went one platform exclusive." And you're like, "Yeah, crying like a baby. <laughs> what a baby." That's his job. It's it's literally his job. He he's he's he he would get fired if he was like, "That's eh, fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay if we lose profit." Fired. Shareholders would step in, the board would step in. You're out of here, bro. You're done. That your job is to protect our profit and our interests. Why why are you being cool with the comp- the competitor just hurting our profit margins? It's not only his job, Microsoft agreed. That's what blows my mind. Jim Ryan is crying. Oh, really? That's interesting. My- Microsoft agrees with him. That's so weird. The company that you're defending it uh, agrees with Jim Ryan. He, he, he points to the massive reach of, of Call of Duty how market disruptive it would be and read this paragraph and weep. They're admit this is Microsoft saying this. How do they agree? I'll read this for you. You might be having trouble reading. You're too busy typing platitudinous hate in my chat. Microsoft has no intention to take Call of Duty away from gamers, and indeed, it has publicly committed to not do so. The value of Call of Duty depends on its community of gamers, the majority of whom are on PlayStation. That's agreement with Jim Ryan. Keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation is, therefore, a commercial imperative for the Xbox business and the economics of the transaction. Second time they're agreeing with Jim Ryan. As such, Microsoft has offered Sony a contractual commitment to continue supplying it with Call of Duty, including new releases with feature and content parity. That's the offer that Jim Ryan thinks is woefully inadequate. The referral decision fails to explain why, in the CMA's view, Microsoft would make such commitments publicly and privately, which are also reflected in its internal documents, if it had no intention of honoring them. Hmm. You know what that sentence is? That sentence is Microsoft slapping all you fans that were in my stream the other day saying, oh, that's not what they meant. That's not what they meant in the blog, Lono. That's not what that's not what uh, 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 Phil Spencer meant, Lono. Really? Why would Microsoft make commitments publicly and privately and also reflect them in the internal documents if they had no intention of honoring them? 
Why? Why? All those people telling me the other day? Uh, that's not what they meant, Lono. That's not what Phil Spencer said. That's not what that blog means about Call of Duty, Lono. Really? Foreclosure strategies of the type outline in the referral decision would alienate Call of Duty gamer base. Agreeing with Jim Ryan once again, it would tarnish Call of Duty and Xbox brands. That's partial agreement with Ryan. He talked about that, I believe. Undermining the rationale for the transaction. So that's, you know, I don't know, two or three times that Microsoft just agreed with Jim Ryan. What's, what's the deal? This is our culture now. Ignore the legal docs. Look at Twitter. Jay Murph says we need 20 more likes for 400. Let's go, chat. Did Microsoft mention Bethesda going exclusive to Xbox? No. No. This is the real killer part of this block of text. Microsoft has been clear the last sentence at the very bottom of it Microsoft has been clear that it is counting on revenues from the distribution of Activision Blizzard games on Sony PlayStation translation Activision Blizzard properties are so good and successful and so big we're counting on the revenue from selling them on PlayStation which is what I've been saying to the Microsoft fans for months for months I've said this It's a 900 IQ play. Microsoft is so much smarter than all you tribalists. Their plan is so much bigger than we're going to beat Sony. No, they're going to sell their own property on Sony. It's it's absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. That's me praising Microsoft, by the way. Everybody thinks I'm like anti-Microsoft. It's a brilliant plan. It's a brilliant plan. Why did Jim Ryan go public concerned about keeping COD if Microsoft agrees? John, he's playing three-dimensional chess. He gets them to agree publicly and privately and commit to leaving it on the platform. It, why wouldn't you do that? He. You guys think he's crying like a baby and he's telling Xbox to jump and how high. He literally forced them to publicly and privately insert this into copious amounts of now legal documentation and conversing about it. And Microsoft now literally saying, we've made commitments publicly and privately and it's reflected in the internal documents. We have no intention of taking this game from those platforms. And you think he's crying. Microsoft literally looks at Blizzard Activision and says, if we can buy Blizzard Activision, we can do two things that's massively beneficial to us. We can bolster the Game Pass funnel and put more quality there because the Game Pass numbers are actually looking quite good. That was our lead story this morning until this thing broke. And then the other thing we can do is we can sell those games on a platform that has way better market saturation than we do. As they admit in the first bullet point, Sony PlayStation has been the largest console platform for over 20 years with an install base of over 150 million consoles, making it larger than Nintendo and more than double the size of Xbox. They're playing they're playing three-dimensional chess in the future. 
Microsoft's playing a severe game here, and you think it's about if you think it's a console war. No, they're literally buying up property to bolster Game Pass, and then they can sell it on the console that they just admitted is double the size of their platform. Double. This is business, baby. People seeing high-level negotiations spill out for the first time in their lives. Welcome to the corporate business world, boys and girls. This is how it works. People are complaining. Google says that companies like themselves and Microsoft shouldn't have that much buying power. Google, of all people, agrees with this. Lono reads tweet from analysts. Microsoft admits to being last place on every level. Sony's twice the size in revenue, even though Microsoft has hundreds of millions. Chat, you shill. <laughs> right? Lots of big game developers like EA, Ubisoft were all asked if they were concerned about the deal and none of them were asked. So EA and Ubisoft, why the frick would they care? They're not a platform. EA and Ubisoft are competing with Microsoft? How? Their input means virtually nothing. Look at the background LEDs. All blue for a reason? No. That's green. My logo is green. Green, 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 green. Shut up, babe. Gamers, we need more transparency. And then they get it and they're like, angry Microsoft getting Xbox players 50 million to spend $15 a month on game passing get PlayStation users 120 million to spend $70 on a game this is a genius strategy in my opinion Silent Warrior thank you like you guys I'm telling you I am way more pro Xbox than you think you're just too you're looking at the ground and trying to analyze shadows and I'm looking at the sun like you're not looking at the right source you're looking at the wrong thing you honestly think that like this is about a console war so you come in jazzed and ready to go in a console war so if I say anything even remotely negative about Xbox you think I'm an Xbox hater and it's like no I have quite literally been putting forth a very pro Microsoft pro Xbox argumentation since the beginning of this my only issue was look you cannot, you cannot allow something of this size to go exclusive. It would be bad for the market. You're an Xbox hater. No, I'm not. Gamers cannot separate business from crying. Jim has to do this approach. He's bound by legal obligations to shareholders to do this. I love you nerds, but get it together. Right, like... What is this? New study surprising Pokemon player trends? Ah, that's nothing I don't need. Lars Short took off like a rocket. <laughs> You're not allowed to have nuance, Lono. Right. Listen, I hope I've earned some goodwill and trust from some of the people here this morning. If you're looking for tribalism, if you're looking for like lowbrow YouTube hate farm, that's not what we do here. That's not what we do. And so when you come in and try and, and try and leverage that kind of conversation, it just doesn't go anywhere. This chat and the fanboys are all complaining about the same thing, missing nuances. 
Oh, no, sadly, Xbox already did it with Fallout. What do you mean, T-Bone? What do they do with Fallout? Us, the consumers, will be better when Microsoft buys Activision, and I can try a new Call of Duty for at least $15 a month. I sure as heck am not going to spend a dime buying it on any platform. I actually think it's a healthier ecosystem, Carlo, if you could try the game, but then buy it after so many hours. Like, I actually think the trial ecosystem is healthier. I don't think being able to play a game to completion and never spend a dime in it, I don't think that's good for the industry. I don't. I, I, I have a very, I have a, I have a pretty strong opinion about that. And that's not me being anti-Xbox and pro-Sony. I genuinely have always said it would be much healthier if you had to buy the game. Yes, Game Pass lets you try every single game in the Game Pass library for an hour or two. And if you like it, buy it. And sure, Microsoft has every right to say, no, we're going to put our own property on there. You don't have to buy it. But indie titles and third-party developers would profit significantly more from, oh, they played the game for two hours and then they bought it because they liked it. I think that'd be a healthier ecosystem. You're to- it's totally fine. Like, God of War Ragnarok would be on PS Plus. It'll be on PS Plus in like a year, right? It, it would. It would it would be on it would be it'll be on PS Plus like a year later. And then anybody that well actually all the way to that, right? All the way to that, anybody can try out God of War Ragnarok as a trial if they're a PlayStation Plus premium user. Conditioning people to not buy games will kill the gaming industry, says Bama. Well, at least AAA games. If they can't make money, then they won't spend money on making said product. This is one of the reasons why, when it comes to business analysis, I am pro-Sony. I think they're going to give the console gaming world, and even the PC gaming world, a more enduring presence for big AAA titles. They're creating an ecosystem that will allow AAA games to flourish. I think under Microsoft's ownership and leadership AAA games will flounder I'm dead serious I like I like Microsoft I'm looking forward to some of Microsoft's games but I'm telling you right now I think the 10 year plan in 10 years I think AAA titles under Microsoft will flounder and become weak and I think the AAA studios under Sony's leadership are already showing that that cycle works and they're flourishing they're growing they're expanding cooking simulator would say differently no the cooking simulator no you're reading that article wrong texas the cooking simulator blog or release or whatever like the six hundred thousand or whatever no 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 <laughs> you're, you're missing the forest for the trees if you think that report is a good look for game pass you're missing the forest for the trees i'm not sure microsoft would put cod on game pass other games they acquired i can see uh, but Warzone 2 is free and they haven't said they would put COD on Game Pass they might add the old ones but I think the new COD no I bet you modern. I bet you the new COD in, in, that will release in 2024 will 100% be on Game Pass 100% Game Pass does not make games affordable the Xbox store is routinely more expensive than the PSN store and charges full price and then some. I don't how is the, I don't think that's true, Tom. I don't think the Xbox store is routinely more expensive than the PSN store. Fallout 5 will be an Xbox exclusive from Todd Howard's words. Yeah, but Pete Hines just recently said that might not be the case. Pete Hines just got promoted at Bethesda and he literally said that there is there is a very high likelihood that 
that future titles will not be exclusive to Xbox. He was talking. He said Starfield might even end up being on other platforms. They made millions more than their projections, and they were still in Game Pass. People bought the game. Who reported on that? That's not the report that I read. The report that I read said they were given six hundred thousand. They were given six hundred thousand to be on Game Pass. Where did you get a sales report from them? Because that wasn't in the article that I read about Cooking Simulator. Can you bring this full circle? I put a message in Discord. Bring it full circle. Why do we as consumers care about the deal? Why did PlayStation put them in blast? Why is PlayStation attempting to end game for doing that? So that chat can understand. Well, I'm telling you. I said it just a little bit ago, Butters. I said that when when people were like, Pete who, so what? Pete Hines of Bethesda just got promoted to like upper level C-suite. What do you mean, so what? Do you know who Pete Hines is? Anyway, a moment ago, Butters, when I was addressing the Jim Ryan's crying thing, I said, the reason that Jim Ryan did this publicly is they have forced Microsoft, he has forced Microsoft to publicly and privately commit to Call of Duty not going to only one platform. I think he knew the commercial reality, but he wanted those commitments. Jim Ryan wasn't crying. It wasn't like some Instagram rant, blog, Sweet 16 birthday party where he didn't get the right color Porsche. He he literally was forcing Microsoft to address the elephant in the room. It was it was a brilliant play. He's being a businessman. I'm going to get you to acknowledge Call of Duty. I'm going to force this into the dialogue. Still no idea who Pete is and why we should care about what position he is in now. Your lack of information and ignorance, Abe, holds no sway over the conversation. Like, go read an article then. Go watch a presentation during Summer Game Fest. You, you not knowing who Pete Hines is, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. That'd be like somebody saying, I don't know who Todd Howard is. What the frick? Educate yourself. That's not my fault. There's no bearing on the conversation. Like... I'm ignorant about him. Oh, okay. Who, who is this? Who is this Steve Jobs character everybody's talking about? I don't know who he is. What difference does it make? I don't know who it is, so therefore it's irrelevant. What the F? <laughs> Pete's Todd's boss. calm down i don't need to calm down you made it sound like it doesn't matter because you don't know who pete hines is he just got a promotion let me go to the news to get the official title pete hines is the uh, pete hines is literally the other bethesda guy that does stuff in the pressers it's todd and pete it's it's todd and pete not sure uh, why if that's a big deal. I never said it's irrelevant. Still no idea who Pete is and why I should care about what position he is in now. You made it sound like it didn't matter. Uh, let me get his official new title. Pete Hines, former senior vice president of global marketing and communications at Bethesda, has been promoted to head of global publishing. <laughs> 
right? So he gets promoted to head of global publishing. He's this guy. You've se- you just don't know his name. You know who he is. You know who he is. You just don't know his name. You've seen this guy many, many times. He's the he's the other guy that does that does the big that does the big events for Bethesda. Todd walks out in a leather jacket and does his thing, and then Pete does his thing. If this guy, this is a this is a big guy in the industry, and he literally said that future titles might not be exclusive to Xbox, and he even gave room for that to be true of of uh, of Starfield. So when he when he says that, that's a bit that's a big deal. He runs Bethesda Zenimax. Some people don't know faces, but will recognize the face. Yeah, you know who he is. You just don't know his name. Like you, if you would have seen a trailer or a presentation, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, that guy." Right? That that guy's that guy that guy is is here all of the you know he's here all the time at these at these events and stuff. No, I'm getting rid of that guy. You're brand new. I don't recognize your name. You want to come at me like that? That's your last day here. I I have no patience for people like that. He's the head of global publishing. I decide where the effing game goes. That's right. That's right. You don't get promoted to head of publishing if you're only publishing exclusively to one platform. Bethesda games are still going everywhere. Pete and Todd should never be listened to again. Oh, okay. I'll throw every interview with them in the bin for you, Sichuan. He's the Herman Hulse of Bethesda. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you guys have been enjoying the show, now would be a great time to consider becoming a member. YouTube is very different than the other platform. A lot of folks don't consider paying for anything on YouTube. You might have noticed that I've been streaming for an hour and 25 minutes and you've not seen a single ad. You might have seen one when you first got here, but you haven't seen one since. Live shows do not live on ads. We live on paying members. I do a members-only talk show at the end of every day. So that's something you get access to. Five bucks will get you a whole month of that content, basically every day of the week, and then we have a members-only Discord. Consider supporting what we do here with a paid membership. You can also get a gifted membership. The more often you're here and the more you contribute to the channel with likes and chat engagement, the more likely you will get a gifted membership. If you can afford your own membership, we do ask those of you that may have gotten gifted in the past to consider picking up your own membership if you can afford it. Five bucks a month, that's a cup of coffee. For a whole month to support the channel and a whole month of content. We give members more content here than some channels even publish in a month. So you get well uh, well your worth. If you can't afford a membership, be here as often as you can. We have a very generous community. The more often you're here, the more likely you will get one of those gifteds. Table JFK hitting a 14-month milestone. Welcome back in. You know what Xbox to do, says Doom? Stop making and selling Xboxes right now. They're doing nothing for Xbox customers. Game Pass is cool, but there's no reason to buy the Xbox. Oh, I disagree. I described the Xbox Series S this morning to Eugene as a as a as a Frankenstein running back. It, it, it's 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 a little cobbled together, but boy, is it putting yards on the field, and it is a Game Pass funnel feeder. Don't kid yourself. The Game Pass subscription going like this, coinciding with the Series S market saturation is that's not that's not pure correlation 
The Series S is doing a great job of saturating the market, and that has coincided with an increase in Game Pass subscriptions. I'm telling you, the Series S is helping Microsoft, but it's it's going to spell bad news for next gen. Like it's a wonderful series. I'm uh, uh, sorry, it's a wonderful Game Pass funnel. Wonderful Game Pass funnel, but I think it's going to be ultimately bad for next gen games, third party especially. I think it's a self. I've described it as a self-made Trojan horse. I agree. Series S is Microsoft's Trojan horse. Yeah, I, I think it's going to help, but then it's going to end up hurting them. Yeah, that streaming thing, that streaming dongle. I think that thing's going to be huge. I think the Microsoft Xbox streaming dongle. I think it's going to be huge. I really do. Live streaming on YouTube works the same as Game Pass. Five bucks for all the shows. If you like PlayStation, consider Lono a first party game of the year for $60 spread over 12 months. Thanks, Hilly. (laughs) The Series S tied the Nintendo Switch in Japan for third place. Yeah, the Series S is doing quite well with market, market saturation. Called himself Loney. That's because my brother always puts Loney in the chat. Like, he'll put Loney in the chat, and then I read it as Loney. Where's the music coming from? Did my music change or something? It's my Synthwave Stream Tunes playlist. You're going to play Warhammer 4000 on Friday? I'll be playing Warhammer... I'm, I'm sorry, I'll be playing Scorn on Friday. Monopoly is when a company or corporation has exclusive possession or control over trade of a commodity. What are you blaming me for this time? You commonly call me Loney in your comments. The Series S is a bad investment long term. A Series S and a memory card is the same price as a Series X. The market is being saturated by Series S because they make more S than X. Yeah. What happened to the Astro headset? I don't like it. And I love I, this. This is so much more comfortable and form fitting. And these are a thousand times better. <laughs> uh, these are these are Bose noise canceling headphones that I own. Scorn on Friday, Plague Tale on Monday. Hey, we think we have a solution for those of you that love the talk show. For those of you that love the talk show and you feel like gameplay works against the talk show, we're gonna try something with today's second show, and I hope you guys like it. I hope you like it. We're gonna try something. So those of you that enjoy my show, the two talk show thing might be a rarity going forward. It'll happen. Sometimes there'll be so much news going on, we'll have to do two talk shows. But we really do think the opening day talk show followed by gameplay is a good format, but we don't want the people who love the talk show to feel like they can't engage or enjoy gameplay content, and we think we have the solution. We're going to try it today. We're not going to be able to try it with games like God of War, Ragnarok, and Scorn. Those will be games that we we play live. We're going to try something different today for the second stream, and I hope you guys that enjoy the talk show can enjoy the second show. It shouldn't feel any different than when we do talk shows and loop a gameplay trailer behind me. It should feel very similar. So if you stick around, right, for morning talk show, and then when I do like a gameplay breakdown... And I just like loop the trailer and you think that's good enough. 
I I think you'll I think you'll like this. It'll still be a second talk show, but it will be centered around gameplay of a new game. It's going to be a hybrid, and I I hope that you guys enjoy it. We're trying to appeal to the people who look for gaming content on YouTube who want to see gameplay, but we don't want to do that at the loss of the core audience who loves the talk show. Butter says, if I buy all the content everywhere, I can change whatever I want. However, if I end up on top like Apple is based on consumer's decision and not buying all the stuff, that's fine. Right. Can you please answer my question? Why am I buying Gotham Knights on PS5? Because I own two PS5s and I'll probably enjoy playing that with my wife. Because she can play on my second PS5 and we have two TVs. I got an extra PS5 and an extra TV so we could play Returnal together. And so it makes the most sense for me to buy it on PS5. Because personally, I'll actually probably get some fun out of that game. I still think it looks bad. I I still don't think it looks like a $70 next-gen title. But I'll be able to play it with, uh, with my wife. Of course, you can ask for an explanation of something, uh, but that's not forcing an answer. See, you're a shill. You have two PS5s. <laughs> the chat was moving fast, and that was my chance to say stuff, and the mods could have missed it. Oh my gosh. Eknor just dropped a 50-member bomb. This guy brought it last month, and he's bringing it again. I cannot read all of these names. If you are here right now, you need to check the chat. You may have just been gifted a membership. That means you can get into our members-only Discord for the rest of this month. That means you can watch my members-only content. Well, not for the rest of this month. For the next 30 days, you have access to my members-only Discord. You have access to my members-only talk shows every single day. This Friday night, my wife and I will be continuing a spooky game uh, in the season, in the spirit of the season, in the spirit of uh, October. And at the end of the month, we're doing the Star Wars Episode One watch party. You'll either need Disney Plus subscription, or you will need to own or have a way of watching the movie on your own. You won't be able to watch the movie with us. You'll be watching along with us. So thank you so much. If you just got gifted a membership, say a big thanks to Eknor. That's an absolute massive bomb to drop on the chat. This guy has been so, so generous uh, to what we do here. I can't thank you enough, Eknor. That's absolutely bonkers. People went crazy yesterday. Uh, I, I, I got into Legos again because of my son's birthday. We went to the Lego store and I saw all these uh, all these Lego sets, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I, I kind of want to get back into Lego because I grew up with it, and we have pitched an idea to you guys of literally doing a channel of putting the sets together, and I added a bunch of Lego sets to the Amazon wish list, and three people did it uh, yesterday, if anybody else wants to add to the backlog, we will be doing that as soon as we can set up the camera and get things looking right, we will be doing that, my birthday is in like a month, so consider it an early birthday present, or, or, Consider a member or consider a coffee or do what Zach just did. Five-month milestone. Welcome back in, Zach. He says, thanks, Eknor. So he helped get his milestone. People that have been previously members get to jump back in. You watch Lego Masters? No, I don't. I didn't get one, but very generous. Yes, thank you again, Eknor. Just absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah, so... Like, I went to the Lego store with my son, and we were, like, looking at all the sets, and I was like, I could spend a fortune in here. Because when I grew up, I got Lego sets all the time for my birthday. I got, like, a police station. I had, like, the big bucket of, like, the assorted pieces. 
and I was putting together my son's TIE fighter and I separated all the pieces by color and texture and like took a picture and and uh, I was like man I would just love to do content with this and Creature's like why wouldn't you he's like that's such a great idea and there's no pressure it's not like a news story you have to break you can just record when it's convenient so so I uh, I put it to you guys like if you guys want to kickstart it and start buying Lego sets off the Amazon wish list I never ask for anything for myself I'm always like buy stuff for the kids or I just want t-shirts and this could be a fun like hobby something to me to you know be a little self-indulgent with and then maybe you guys can enjoy the content so if you want to do that you can use the wishlist command super awesome people already did yesterday thank you again uh, to everybody that uh, continues to gift members or maintain their members like JT Phoenix hitting a four month milestone says thanks Eknor I love that people who previously had members are getting gifted maintaining their streak thank you for doing that Eknor we get a Lego shelf. Ashton, we're already considering the corner over here because the the second camera that I would probably use for this, we would set it at an angle. So periodically during this show, I could change the angle and I'll get shelving put there and put and put the, the Legos back there and like get some lighting and stuff because I think it'd be fun just to go through every Star Wars set we can and then move to Marvel and then move to, you know, to other to other uh, properties. He started the day off questioning the integrity of the stream and community. Dante's a good example. Someone called Sony trash, they'd probably get called out, but he's allowed to run his mouth. Yeah. Uh, what's this in members? Congrats on the Pokemon partnership. Yeah, a brand new character. I believe it's Iono, though, isn't it? That's a capital I, not an L. It does look like Lono. <laughs> a brand new, a brand new uh, Pokemon trainer. Got to get them collector sets. Three-month milestone from Nitro Fusion. Thanks for the unique content. Thank you. E Greg got a Greg got a membership. <laughs> Why are you assuming I'm being willfully ignorant? I'm literally asking what a monopoly is. But I feel like people have explained to you what a monopoly is. I DM you what he was responding to earlier in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Dante said Xbox is trash, and so is cloud gaming. Right, but Dante is not an example of this community at all. Antitrust isn't just about a monopoly. Yeah, that's the other thing I think people forget in this discussion. With the Xbox Activision with the Xbox Activision deal, many people get lost in the weeds and they think, well, it wouldn't be a monopoly. It doesn't need to be a monopoly to be antitrust, to be anti-competitive, to be market restrictive. So when you look at the Microsoft Blizzard Activision deal and you think, oh no, this is totally fine. But no. The Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal is one that could lead to antitrust behavior or market-restrictive behavior. Nobody is off-kilter by saying that. Sony's not off-kilter by saying that. The UK regulators... So, in your world uh, is... so, So, this is your world. Sony's wrong. The UK regulators are wrong. Anybody with any amount of business acumen in this community, they're all wrong. Microsoft should be free and clear to do this. Zero concern at all for the market. That's your position? Like, is that your position, Greg? That Sony's 100% wrong for expressing concern. The UK regulators are 100% wrong for expressing concern. Everybody here who's researched it and looked at it, from really educated lawyers to people like myself, I've been covering games in the industry for almost a decade. We're all wrong. And Microsoft should just be free and clear to do this. Zero concern. That's your position? Because if it is, Sofa says that's my position. 
I have no respect for that position because it's ignorant. It's ignorant. I don't have a position. I'm trying to understand it. I Listen, Greg. I, I'm going to brag on myself just, to, just for a brief moment. I'm a pretty good communicator. It's what I do for a living. I'm done bragging about myself. I feel like the coverage you've gotten here has been adequate to explain to you the situation and the concerns going on. Have I not done a good job? Am I a bad communicator? Am I a bad orator? Didn't I, did I, have I not broken down a pretty complex situation? I haven't done a good job? That's the question. If you don't understand the situation, then where have I failed you, right? I don't understand. I failed you, Anakin. Bungie games are not going to be Sony exclusive? No, they're not. That They're officially on record about that. I covered that yesterday. I actually used Bungie as a catalyst to say that Sony live service games will end up on Xbox. I believe that. To be fair, Lono, you'd use a lot of big words like platitude and situation. (laughs) Stop. Stop it. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of breaking down the Xbox Activision deal and explaining why I think it could be a huge play for Microsoft, but Sony's well within their right to express concern. I swear I'm not trying to argue, but I'm not going to lie and say I understand it either. Can you explain to me what you don't understand, though? Saying I don't understand is too broad. What about this are you are you unclear on Greg? You're here on an, on a, on, a, on a regular basis. So I don't think you're being a jerk. Right? I don't think you're being a jerk, but when you block someone like Butters, it really makes me question what's going on. Butters can be a little harebrained sometimes, but he's not an unkind person. Like Butters can sometimes be he'll say stuff that feels like, "What the heck? Where'd you pull that from?" But I've never seen Butters be unkind to someone. He's a long-standing community member, and he said that you blocked him. Like, what is happening? That's super disruptive to chat to block a long-standing community member who's not unkind? If I blocked anyone, I didn't mean to. Sorry, Butters. Can you see what Butters is saying? He literally said, join the Discord. I'll explain everything to you. Can you see what Butters something is saying? Maybe he just thinks you blocked him. So it's bad if Microsoft buys COD because you think it would be a monopoly. No. No one said... No one has said anything that would, should lead you to that conclusion this morning. Well, maybe somebody said that in chat. I've not said that. Okay? Okay, he can see you, Butters. He didn't block you. I was like, why would you block Butters? Alright, listen. Listen, Greg. Nobody has said it's a monopoly. I've not even used that word until I started seeing it in chat. I've never used that word in my coverage. I've talked about it being anti-competitive and market restrictive. Okay? So, none of my coverage has tried to indicate that this will be bad because it would be a monopoly. Nope. Mm -mm. I've never said that. My coverage has centered around the idea that if you suddenly take the third largest franchise in the world 
and take it off of a platform where 50% of its buying consumers buy it, that would be market restrictive. I also went on record to say Microsoft would never do that. Their shareholders would get involved and sue them because of the massive loss that they would experience. Okay? But that doesn't mean that Sony is somehow in the wrong for expressing concern. Sony's expressing concern about the buyout. The reason they're expressing concern about the buyout is because questionnaires went out. Whenever something like this of this magnitude is going to happen, they ask people in the market to weigh in. Sony weighed in and said, listen, Call of Duty is too endemic to our platform. That, 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 that can't happen to Call of Duty. And Microsoft agrees with them and publicly commits to not do it. And the UK regulators express their own concerns about Call of Duty. So what Sony essentially did was they forced Microsoft to make public and private commitments about a game that's endemic to their platform and their profits. That is not crying. That's being a good businessman. That's essentially what has happened. That's the quickest and most concise breakdown I could probably give you about this complex situation. Somebody said this in chat. That's why I got confused. And everyone said I need to look up what a monopoly is. And it still didn't make sense to me. No, it has nothing to do with monopolies. Whoever said that is using a term they don't quite understand. It's about even the words from Sony and the UK regulator has been market restrictive and anti-consumer or anti-competitive. Nobody has been nobody in an official capacity has uttered the word monopoly. Nobody has. Sony quite literally did what they are bound to do. They have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders to protect their profit. If you want to call it crying, then just go buy a t-shirt that says, I'm I'm a dumb dumb fanboy. Like maybe we should just start selling those so you could buy them. At least I could make money from people that think things like that. Like if you want to call that crying, at least admit you're just a dumb dumb fanboy. <laughs> you're not supposed to call people dumb or fanboys, Lono. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know how to communicate to people who communicate like that. I don't know how to talk to you. I enjoy talking with adults. Sony demands as well within the antitrust case. If Microsoft agreed to a deal similar to the Bungie deal, it would have been approved already, but they wanted to inch some exclusivity out of it. I'd buy a shirt that says, I'm a dumb, dumb fanboy. <laughs> I didn't say anyone was crying. No, I'm not talking to you, Greg. I'm, I'm talking to the guy in chat that said it. He said, that's crying. Numerous people did that today. Hey, two orders of coffee like six minutes ago. I am Melee ordered a bag of light roast and Ivor ordered a bag of light roast. Magic Sword has new music out. Magic Sword, can you please whitelist your music on YouTube, dadgummit? Step into the 21st century. For now, adding to the review list, waiting for codes. Uh, The free prologue is available on Steam. We don't have any early access codes for Nintendo right now, and I don't know if they will. Okay, cool. I don't drink coffee, but the wife does. Hopefully she likes it. Let me know what she thinks. And yet you still talk to Axe of Eugene all day long. Oh, you're going to come back and that's the first thing you're going to do today, sinking ship? Some people just want to jump on the thin ice. Lono, sell Night at the Museum shirts. Dum-dum, give me gum-gum. <laughs> 
Akuta Papa with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I'd buy a shirt if it said, I'm a dumb, dumb fanboy of Reforge Gaming. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> I'm definitely a Reforge fanboy. Right, like, Greg, one of the reasons that I was willing to go the distance with you and continue to dialogue was like, I know you're here all the time. I know you're not in here just trying to swing a club and be a jerk. I didn't appreciate feeling like having you, sub- like, oh, the vibe and, the, and the, the, everything here is anti-Xbox. It's like, bro, I have done everything I have in my in my power as a communicator to say, this is a big deal and massively big for Xbox. It's a 900 IQ play. I don't understand why it's so toxic to point out what Eugene does, all the bad stuff the other fanboys do. So he insults people and calls them Xbots. I've never seen him do that. What is? Do you have do you have any do you have any evidence to go to substantiate your claim? I said earlier, you're allowed to take swings at the platforms. Like, you're allowed to take a swing at Sony. I, I had a guy yesterday who said Jim Ryan was greedy and bad for business and needed to go. And I debated him for 45 minutes. I didn't run him out of here. I didn't run him out of here. He, he was allowed to stay. I don't care how much... I, you can take swings at Microsoft and Sony all day long. I don't care. They're big. They can take it. I've never seen Eugene single out a person and call them a name or be unkind to them. I've never seen that. I've seen him take swings at Microsoft, typically backed by some a- analysis, something that he's he's read or researched. Even just this morning, he was literally helping me like frame the pro Game Pass stream that I had planned. Like he was helping me frame it. He was like, "Well, let's look at Netflix," and he pulled up Netflix earning reports and stuff like. The idea, if you want to come in here and trot out some kind of narrative that like, oh, but you engage with Eugene and he's a fanboy, you might as well make this your last day here. That's not what he is and that's not what we do. I literally DM'd him this morning, sent him an article and I said, am I reading this correctly? Is this a good, is this a good, is this a, is this a good revenue stream? He called me an effing moron for questioning the CEO of Sony first two days in chat. He did. He did that. So you questioned, oh, you just merely questioned the CEO and he said, you're an effing moron. You're, that's your claim? That sounds like a, a big fish tail. Creature says, no, he did not. I called him an effing moron. <laughs> it was Creature? Well, I, I, what do you want me to say? Creature calls people names sometimes. That's what he does. Sony's allowed to stand up for themselves. They could have handled it better. Jim failed in Brazil. No way to spin that. (laughs) I don't need to spin it because Microsoft doesn't agree with Brazil. So. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
Like, Jim Ryan lost big in Brazil, and Microsoft's like, we don't even agree with that regulatory body. So, I... It's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. It's like, Microsoft agrees with Jim Ryan about Call of Duty, but, like, is that... See what I'm saying? You're thinking like a console tribalist. You're thinking like a console tribalist. You're like, oh, that's a win for Xbox. Like, we're keeping score or something. You see what I'm saying? You're keeping score in a game that nobody's playing. It's like, you're digging in the dirt and, like, moving rocks around. You're like, yeah, (laughs) point for Microsoft. And people are like, bro, nobody's playing that game. Like, you're in the dirt on the sidelines pretending that Microsoft's scoring points and Sony's taking the L. And it's like, no one's even having that conversation, bro. You're, you're, you're keeping score in a game that no one's playing. Like, my, Microsoft is literally on record in the stuff that I read just today saying things that doesn't agree with the conclusion of the CADE, of the C-A-D-E. Their, their conclusion is that, yeah, this can go forward. It's not a problem. It, it, it's, it, it, it could all go exclusive. And Microsoft's like, yeah, no, it kind of can't. And Brazil's ruling holds no bearing over it anyway. The, the, the UK and the US, they're the ones that have to approve this since, you know, Microsoft's a US-owned company. The point is, it isn't a monopoly and Sony won't suddenly go out of business. Yes, thank you for responding to something that nobody has said. The argumentation has never been that it's a monopoly, so that's just a straw man. And secondly... Sony not going out of business, that's basically another straw man. No one has argued that it's a monopoly, so you're wasting your time arguing that. No one has argued that this will close Sony down, so you're wasting your time arguing that. Do you want to engage in the dialogue that's taking place, or do you want to you know, engage in an imaginary debate with somebody else? East Coast Overlord with a five dollar tip through super chat. Steam uh, stream popping off today. Have we talked about the Game Pass Cloud on Meta? Uh, not a fan of Meta, but I'm starting to see Microsoft's plan. Oh yeah, he did. He did call Eugene. Did call him a moron. He said, "Yep, it's delusional in 2022. I guess it is moron. Delusional for hoarding people to their word." And creature said. Careful not to use the word truth. You'll be called a virtue signaler. Oh, I called him a moron because he called me delusional for expecting the people to tell the truth. I got receipts. Yeah, it's funny how you call someone delusional and then they call you a moron and you want to come to me and cry like a child who took the first swing and doesn't want to tell me what happened. I I have children in my home and they do this quite often. They come running to me. She hit me! What happened right before that? Well, I pushed her. Oh. He called me a moron. Well, what happened right before that? You called him delusional. Hmm. Moron's a little bit worse than delusional. You 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 think moron is worse than delusional? 
So if I call you delusional, you're like, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. But if I call you a moron, you're like, oh! What are you talking about? Delusional is like a direct insult on someone's like actual ability to observe a situation. Moron's like a pedestrian playground insult. 1v1, Nuketown now. <laughs> Yo, Enveg with a 20-month milestone. 20 months, love the channel and the sub. Thank you very much. I love my morning therapy sessions with Lono. Law and Order, Acts of Eugene, 19 months from Coyote, big old tier four. You know what? I need to check on something. Have we hit 100 tier two members yet? Because if we have, I need to start giving you guys some videos. I just I just realized that. <laughs> I, ju- I, ju- I just realized that. Um, The truth about Xbox Game Pass. What's this, what's this short sitting at? Oh, they kicked me off the shelf right at 3,000 views. Whatever. Bagged a quick three grand. <laughs> Out of there. Alright, current level, tier two, 92. 92. I don't want tier threes and tier fours to downgrade. I want tier ones to upgrade. We need eight more people to upgrade to tier two, and I'll start uploading videos for tier twos and above. Just saw the VGC article that says Sony says they're afraid that people will switch to Xbox because of exclusive features, even if it stays on PlayStation. Well, I'll be honest with you, Soy. That's silly. Sony sounds silly saying that. <laughs> I'm a tier two, right? I think so. I think so, East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll readily admit that sounds absolutely silly. If Sony's saying people will switch to Xbox because of exclusive features, like even if it stays on, right? Oh, there you go. You just upgraded East Coast. So even if it stays on PlayStation, but it gets exclusive features on Xbox, oh no, people are going to switch. Oh, come on, Sony, you sound silly. Shush, 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 shush. No. The concern is marketing and features. PlayStation has exclusive up for Hogwarts. Right. That's my point about bad faith arguments. I mean... At one level, I don't think it's a bad faith argument. There would be people that would buy the product on Xbox instead of PlayStation. Yo, my man, Greg God's going to do it. Brand new member today, upgrading to tier two, pushing us a little bit closer. That means we only need like what, like six now? We need six people to do it. We need six people to upgrade to tier two. My thought was I might actually do streams in the morning from my phone and just like let you guys hang out with me as I prep for the day and maybe like upload like little like vlogs and stuff about how things are going or funny things that are happening. By the way, uh, we're at 94. Yeah, we need six people to upgrade to tier two. By the way, my daughter's team is in a single elimination tournament and I have to brag on my girls. Right, I was assistant coach of this soccer team for this season. They won seven to one last night. I've never seen them play like this. It was unbelievable. I was I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. I had to slow. I had to like back off. 
because I was like, I'm going to ruin my voice. Like, I was so into it. It was so amazing. They were passing. They were scoring. Oh, my gosh. It was so amazing. So they have to play again this Saturday. If they win on Saturday, they got to play again on Saturday. They might. The maximum is two games on Saturday. So the semifinals is this Saturday. So... I, I, I can't I, I can't go too crazy on Friday night. I was very proud of them. Even my even my daughter was in there. My daughter's a killer on defense, but you put her on offense and she kind of falls apart. And even she was playing more aggressive and going forward with the ball instead of just kicking the ball once. It was friggin' awesome. Yo, K. Cole doing a tier two member, jumping in brand new as a tier two member. Thank you, K. Cole. $5 tip from East Coast Overlord. People who were tier two a long time ago, double check. Google is being sus sometimes. What'd you tell them if they lose, they can't play anymore? I mean, we told them the rules of of the of the tournament. We said, yeah, if you guys lose tonight, that's the end. We weren't mean about it, but I told them, I said, I- I've never seen y'all play like that. I was like, that's the best game that you've played this season. It was phenomenal. I, 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 I at one point we were in disbelief. Me and the, me and the head coach were like, what is happening? They've never played like this before. Drawn TJ with a five dollar tip through super chat. Microsoft buying Activision is great. I actually am not against uh, I'm not against the acquisition I'm not I actually think it could be very good for Microsoft I think it could be very very good for um, the platform it could be very very good for the companies involved the companies attached to uh, Microsoft it could be good for their it could be good for their 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 first party games it could be good for Game Pass you know what I mean um stream holding okay and keep in mind we are going to try something different with this second stream it will be a gameplay stream it's still a ways away it's like 45 minutes away but but uh, we are going to try something new with it because I know a lot of you that enjoy the talk show you don't really um, you don't really dig on gameplay because you feel like I don't talk enough. We feel we have figured out a solution for that, and we hope you enjoy it. Are we making it a 50-50 scene for the first look thing that we're going to do, uh, Creature? Are we doing that today? The thing you're going to you're gonna tack on at the end, obviously, but I'm going to do it at the beginning. Uh, are we going to do a 50-50 on that? Not today? Okay. No worries. Not a huge deal. Yo, Kiltson decided to upgrade to a tier 2. There it is. We need five more people. Five more people to upgrade to tier 2. That's all we need. That's it. Thank you so much, Kiltson. There's so many tier 1 members that can do it. If you guys are tuning in and you're like, hey, where's all the coverage of the Xbox Activision deal? Don't worry. The chat is calming down, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give us a discussion question to get things back on track, okay? That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, I want to shout out anybody that did this. I'm just double-checking on this. I'm kind of like a kid before Christmas because I'm, like, all of a sudden, like, geeking out over these Legos. I want to see... Did anybody else do it? Because yesterday we shouted out somebody when they did it. I believe it was Cat that did it yesterday, along with Cardock and Sorcerer, I think. Was it Cardock, Sorcerer, and Cat? No, nobody else has done it today. Okay, no worries. 
28 days until God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok literally launches on my birthday. So, okay, all right. In light of everything we've heard today, I would rather talk about Game Pass now. I kind of want to. I kind of want to get away from the big debates about Call of Duty being exclusive and Sony crying and blah blah blah. Okay, given the good reports, we we actually had good news this morning baked into our report. You can't do it till Friday. Oh no, it wasn't you, Sorcerer. It was somebody else. It was Cardock. It was Cardock, Cat, and who was the other person? I want to be able to thank them. Yeah, the tall neck looks incredible, doesn't it, Vito? Someone gifted me a membership. Yes, Robert, you can enjoy the members-only content in the Discord. Make sure you guys get plugged in. Okay, so we actually had good news this morning from Microsoft. The earnings are actually looking very good for Game Pass. It's making up like 18% of the, the gaming revenue, which is really good, and they're growing it. My question is this. Given what happened with Netflix, where they did hit a ceiling on growth... They were always sort of maintaining the same number of subscribers. And the way they grew that subscriber base was they pumped money into first-party movies and TV shows. With respect to the Xbox Game Pass news that it's profitable right now, what happens when they hit their plateau? Right? What happens when they hit their plateau? How will they maintain and grow if the way they got there was through all these big first-party acquisitions? Does that make sense? If Microsoft has to just keep dumping money to maintain and grow Game Pass, what happens when it starts to plateau and they hit their sort of ceiling on subscribers? They keep buying? Okay, Netflix did that and it bottomed out on them. I'm curious what 2022 numbers are. It's kind of sus they use 2021. I don't think so because the fiscal year of, of, of 2022 isn't over for, what, five months, right? It'll end in March. That I don't think it's sus at all that they used 2021 earnings. What's to stop the gaming companies from doing what video creators did? Microsoft will buy Stranger Things. The prices will go up, says Nelson. What do you mean Game Pass is profitable? The reports are showing that it's working. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's growing and making a good amount of money for Microsoft. It is. Microsoft has more money than Netflix. Sure, Sandy, but eventually you want ROI. You can't just keep dumping money on the problem. This is my concern. This is what I'm worried will happen. They will hit that plateau, and then they'll start cutting... They'll start cutting them loose. Does that make sense? They'll start cutting the biggest developers that aren't generating enough revenue. They'll start cutting and shuttering those 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 people. They'll they'll just they'll shut them down. You see what I'm saying? Wait, hang on. <laughs> I had to delete something. They could have used like six months of data. It isn't sus that they used a complete data set. Yeah, I don't think it's sus that they used they used last year's data. Right now is the waiting period. Once all the new acquisitions get released on Game Pass, that'll bring more subs in. Starfield, for instance, if Starfield comes out good anyway. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Like Starfield and some of these big acquisitions have to start landing before we truly know what's gonna happen, but the real ultimate question is, wouldn't they just start shuttering the 
the the studios that aren't making enough money because they're like listen we we can't get any more right green shirt looks sharp like it oh thank you this is from the video game collection over at 80s tees they are a sponsor of the show make sure and use my code over there code lono over there on 80s tees.com the numbers were posted to bolster their argument that they aren't that strong I have a feeling that they chose to use 2021 because they've grown since then and stronger numbers would weaken their position. So what, yeah, so actually Eugene's not saying that the 2022 numbers would be weak and that's why they didn't want to put them out there. They wanted to hide them. Eugene's saying they've experienced good growth in 2022 and they don't want to highlight that. That's what he's saying. I wonder if the 2022 numbers help because Microsoft's lack of big games in Game Pass this year. 2021 was a banner year for Game Pass. No, but what Eugene's saying, Corey, is if they're trying to argue, hey, we're not doing that well, we're not really a threat to the industry, we don't have a foothold in the industry, then they would have highlighted the weaker year. Like, they quite literally are highlighting how they're not that impressive. Right? Um, Like, they highlight it here when they talk about PlayStation has the largest console platform. They reflect it by increasing their prices of their games. Right here, they talked about uh, more than 4,000 games. Way down here at the very bottom, there were over 280 exclusive first and third party titles on PlayStation in 2021, nearly five times that of Xbox. Like, they're readily admitting that they've not been doing that great in comparison. So, if Game Pass growth was poor in 2022, they would have highlighted that. I think that's the point that Eugene's making. Eugene's saying, look, 2022 probably continued a good growth pattern for them and they don't want to highlight that. If that makes sense. I love that freaking shirt. Yeah, it's, I, I like it too. It's it's a good color. My li- my wife likes it when I wear colors. I'm usually in like a, uh, uh, a black t-shirt. Isn't that uh, a good argument then? I said earlier, Greg, that I track with the logic. I don't disagree with Microsoft's logic. They're defending the Xbox Activision deal, and they're saying, look, we don't have a strong foothold in the market. If this goes through, we don't have some foothold we can flex. The problem with that argumentation is, Greg, if you grant the premise, you kind of also have to say, well, but what happens when you buy all these companies? You will then have a foothold in the market, which is where all the concern's coming from. Don't you see? If I grant the logic and the argumentation from Microsoft and I say, you're right, you don't have a foothold right now, and then we let them buy up Blizzard Activision, we just gave them a foothold, which means then they could do things that were were, were market restrictive and bad for the market. Don't you see? If you grant their premise, it justifies all the concern. It, it does. Microsoft's own argumentation justifies the concern with this acquisition. They're like, we can't hurt the market. We're too small. Well, what happens when this goes through? Then you could hurt the market. From an accounting perspective, says Drummer Mike, you can only use closed out years in company analysis. I think that's probably more of the reason why they use the 2021 numbers. Oh, you think 2022 lost subs, Corey? They didn't have a big game? 2021 had Forza, Horizon 5, and Halo Infinite? Unless the first half of the year of 2022 saw a rise after, or maybe they saw a rise in the summer, because even though they announced the delay of Starfield, they were still, the people were still seeing Starfield and getting excited.
a foothold but not the lead i'm definitely starting to come around to me it seems like they're so far behind that it makes sense yes this see i it gets it always gets lost in the fray greg i'm like this is a big deal and i'm not saying it shouldn't go through but i'm saying we as the consumer should be paying attention you shouldn't just be shouting and holding up a billboard yeah this is a win for xbox what do you mean? This could be really bad for all of us if they if, if Microsoft gets nasty about it and market restrictive. It could be really bad. Thank you for the $5 tip screw. Think about it from this perspective, Greg. What if this deal goes through and it ends up not being a good ROI for Microsoft? What do you think they'll do? They'll start shutting down studios, laying people off. They'll start protecting their margins and then you'll lose games, studios, and franchises. That's, that's another thread of this that no one's even talked about. What if this doesn't work out? You'll, you'll lose entire franchises. Like that. Or they'll just start selling off the property to the first buyer. I actually think they'd probably just shut them down. A lot of them. Some real doom and gloom stuff here. Shut the frick up, Master Jazz. That's not what I'm doing. You're the king of false summaries. I just said that's another possibility. That's not me being doom and gloom. Learn to adequately assess what's being communicated or freaking leave. We're talking about Call of Duty here. The same companies that have record profits and still lays people off. Right, Ray? Like, look at what Blizzard Activision did during banner years. Look at... Look at what they did during banner years. They were laying people off. No, no. We don't need to poke the bear warnings, Abe. He's been doing that the last couple of days. He comes in and like falsely summarizes what I'm saying. Oh, a little doom and gloom here. Yeah, it's for, for two hours in a broadcast, I debate with people about everything going on. And I happen to say, there's a whole other thread we haven't considered. Like, what if this goes poorly and Microsoft feels like it's in their interest to shut these studios down? That's not me being doom and gloom. Are you concerned the same about Sony uh, closing Bungie if it fails? Um, <laughs> no, because I don't like Bungie. <laughs> I, d- I don't. It'd be great if they closed down. M- maybe they could virtue signal their way out of bankruptcy if it happens. That's not going to happen. I think I think Bungie's uh, I think Bungie's practices as far as business practices are quite sound. So I'm not worried about that, and that has nothing to do with Sony. But if I look at the pattern, if I look at the pattern of companies under Sony, they're growing and expanding because that's what happened with Gorilla Insomniac, and I'm pretty sure Santa Monica also has expanded. So companies under uh, Sony's ownership are expanding. So there's a pattern there that I, I, sh- I have no reason to be concerned about Bungie. Game companies do that now. It's not very different. See Sony Bend. We shutter franchises on the daily. No, no, that wasn't a franchise that was shuttered. That was a denied sequel. But that doesn't mean it won't be a sequel in the future. And they didn't shutter Sony Bend. They didn't shutter Sony Bend. They denied the sequel. And I believe Bend expanded and was given a project, which means they're all still working and still employed and still providing value to the consumer as well as to the funnel of, like, Sony's offering. Draw on with a $5 tip. They're not going to shutter any studios because no matter how big or small the games are, the content is what brings people to Game Pass. I, 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 I hope you're right. 
I hope you're right. I do. You guys have to understand something. I'm not sitting here like crossing my fingers that I hope this blows up in their face. If this goes well, it's perfect for me. I have more games to cover and more games to play. So, studio is getting shuttered and shut down, and if this deal is bad for the market, that's bad for me. I don't know, maybe Microsoft in the past would have cut everything, but current Microsoft just doesn't seem like they would do that. Current Xbox, I would say. Microsoft has a has a, a track record of cutting things when they don't make money. They literally almost shut down the Xbox game division in 2014. They killed Mixer two or three months after buying a bunch of big streamers. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Hey, we spent a bunch of money getting all these streamers for Mixer. Oh, it didn't work? Kill it. You buy Blizzard Activision for $70 billion. If it doesn't do what they want it to do, kill it. Shut the studios down. We gotta recoup our losses here. I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying it's an option on the table. This, you, I, and you, we all should want this to go forward. Why don't I like Bungie? Because they're dishonest and their righteousness is thin and they were they were they basically paid for a puff piece to cover up their misconduct and how they handled it and they paid victims to be quiet and paid people to be quiet that left the company spoke with an ex-employee about it they're a gross company Meta and Microsoft partnership announced yesterday could bring another 10 million potential new customers to Game Pass Yeah that also is true I don't know what 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 Meta's trajectory is though. That that seems Meta seems volatile, man. Attached to Facebook and all the problems they've had, I don't know. Facebook went from saying we're investing 10 billion or whatever it was. What what did they say it was 10 million, I think. They they said they were going to invest like 9 or 10 million or something in Facebook gaming. And then t- two months later, they were ending contracts with people and everyone's leaving that platform. So, I, I don't know, bro. Like, th- I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in anything Facebook's doing. They made all these grand promises about the Facebook gaming platform. They, 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 they misled people on the viewership thresholds of that platform. They flat out lied to people. They were sued because they lied about the viewership thresholds of Facebook gaming. And then they told everybody they were investing like 10 billion or 10 million or some just insane amount of money into the platform. And then like a month later, they were ending contracts with people. Facebook gaming is 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 a slow car crash, as far as I can tell. Draw on JT with another $5 tip. It's not hurting the market and compared to Sony, Microsoft uh, is pro-consumer. No, they're not. No, they're not. If you compare Sony and Microsoft, one is not pro-consumer and one is anti-consumer. No. They have different business practices. One has a flourishing ecosystem of growth, health, and expanding developers and delivering top-shelf property. The other has a, a business strategy of subscription-based services where you get more for less money. One's not automatically pro-consumer just because it costs you less money. That's a unidimensional measurement. Well, this costs me less money, so this is pro-consumer. No. No, it's not. Is McDonald's more pro-consumer than a, than a five-star steakhouse just because it costs you less money to eat a burger at McDonald's?
Google and Facebook both failed in gaming with Stadia and Meta. Shows how much Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo know what they're doing to be in the business for this long. If this deal doesn't go through, Activision will die. No, I don't think so. I actually think they would just have a fire sale. They would sell off all of the all of the individual studios and properties. It 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 would yeah. I you you know what? Activision might disappear, but no, no. Activision would sell off everything except for Call of Duty and they'd be okay. They would they would they would shrink down to COD and then they'd be fine. Call of Duty makes way too much money for them to ever go under. So they would probably just start cutting studios that are smaller in size or uh, not attached to Call of Duty. Yeah, they also have WoW. They also have Diablo 4 on the horizon, which is going to generate tons of money for them. They also have Diablo Immortal, which is... Is it launched in China? If it's launched in China, then they're totally fine. But they would. We'll be streaming Scorn on Friday, Docs the Fox. We'll be playing it and checking it out. We will be. Google, Facebook, and Amazon spread themselves too thin. They want their hands in everything just because they're loaded. They need to stick to what they do best. Well, here's the thing, though, Infinite, and this is why I'm not super confident in Meta. I'm not confident in anything from these companies. Do you want to know why? They will, they're will. they literally like venture capitalists. Invest in that, invest in that, invest in that. Is it not doing well? Kill it. Is it struggling? Kill it. That's what they'll do. They'll kill anything that's not returning on the investment. Let's kill it. Dead. Look at the games that Amazon launched. Crucible. All this money, all these studios, didn't do well, kill it. Like, they they don't hesitate. Like, they they have so much money that that, that's what they'll do. They're like, well, well, let's take a crack at gaming. And if it doesn't work out, kill it. Microsoft, let's take a crack at streaming. Doesn't work out, kill it. Companies this size, that's what they do. That's why the other day when people were like talking about the company that that Nexon company behind First Descendant, and they're like, they have a pattern of killing games when they're not successful. You mean like every other major corporation in existence? I'm not saying that Nexon's good for gaming and creates good games. They seem like they have a bad track record of aggressive pay-to-win microtransactions and killing games the minute they don't make money. But that's literally what Amazon, Google, Microsoft, like they all they all do it. How many factories were building 3D televisions that just shut down? Probably because, ah, yeah, we'll kill it. You look hot in Pokemon. Yeah, I know. There's a new Pokemon trainer. I, th- I believe her name is Iono, but it looks like Lono. It's just a capital I. It's not a lowercase L. You can't just kill a $70 billion acquisition because the C-suite will be all fired for mismanagement. No. When I say kill it, Sinos, I don't. I, I, we, we might be having a miscommunication. I'm not saying they would kill the acquisition. I'm saying if it's not working and the ROI is not there, they'll shutter the studios that are making the least amount of money to, to pad their margins. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So this $70 billion acquisition, it's a lot of studios. You want to know what might actually happen the minute the acquisition goes through? Wouldn't surprise me at all if a handful of those studios get 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 shut down or repurposed, because Microsoft will run the numbers on their properties and say not worth it. It, it costs too much to keep you going. 
We, we, we're going to spend X amount of dollars to keep you going, and the return on what you build is not good enough. You're shut down. We'll, we'll filter some of you into the QA department in this bigger studio. That wouldn't surprise me at all. If in the wake of this acquisition, some studios just get literally shuttered or absorbed because they don't make enough money. The big studios, sure. The big properties, oh yeah, they're going to keep on going. But Microsoft is 100% going to come over everything they've acquired and get rid of redundancies, get rid of departments that aren't needed, get rid of companies that aren't generating enough revenue. That's how they get immediate ROI on on it, is they, is they, they shut down what's not making money. They're buying to have content? Come on, bro. Why would they make this big of an investment to shut down? Why are you only engaging with half of what I'm saying? I said, if, conditional statement, try to track with me. Don't go looking at a butterfly for the next 60 seconds. If this acquisition goes through and it doesn't have good return of investment, then they would shut some of the studios down that are making the least amount of money. Did you hear the full statement that time? I'm not saying they're going to buy these studios and shut them down just willy-nilly. It's a conditional statement. If they do it and the ROI isn't there, they will shut studios down. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's a conditional statement. I'm saying, of course, they would do that. They already used toys for Bob saying they want to make games instead of what Activision is doing. Thanks, Mama. Can you? Can we do a spoon and... St- uh, I'll just use a fork. Never mind. That's rude. I just... I, I, I can't scoop through the bowl with a fork. It triggers me. I poke the sides. What? A burrito bowl with a spoon makes way more sense. It's a lot easier to get the rice. Like the end bite rice. Everybody likes that end bite, right? There's that little bit of rice left. Mama, don't leave. <laughs> I like a spoon. That's all. I like a spoon with a burrito bowl. And she just said, I had a spoon in it. And she's like, that's how an animal would eat this. I made her mad. <laughs> Blew it. <sighs> what can I say? I eat like a child. I just want to get it all out of the bowl. Use chopsticks like a human being. <laughs> eat rice with chopsticks. That's right. That's right. I said not to do it. All right. Hang on. (laughs) She said she got the big spoon because of how big my mouth is. I've been trying a new thing with lunch. I like eat it at the end of this stream instead of the next stream. Imagine not diving face first into a burrito bowl. I don't know what a burrito bowl is, but I agree. Spoons are the future. Ah. 
Ooh. Ooh. Is the Series S on the list? So should I put on the entry of the hate list, burrito bowls with a fork? Or should it be more generic? <laughs> when you get to the bottom of the burrito bowl, you want to be able to like get that last bite. And with the fork, you're like, it's so frustrating. You're like trying to scrape like individual rice, uh, rice. What would you call it? Rice seeds? They're not seeds, are they? What would you call an individual rice grain? Yeah, everybody's spamming grain now. I couldn't think of the word. Thank you, Akuta Papa, for the $2 tip. Well, you end up with a bowl with like six or seven random rice pieces stuck to the side. It's like, if you give me a spoon, there'll be nothing in the bowl at the end. Don't you see? Like, you know, you have these hard rice grains stuck to the side of the bowl. You know, there's seven pieces left. Or should I sit here and like individually poke those rice pieces with a fork? I'm not the animal. You are. You are. I'm not the animal. Colonel. Yeah, Mike, you saw that? Zubair put Colonel. You Americans eat like dogs. Bowls instead of plates and spoons instead of a knife and a fork. Peasants. So I'm supposed to eat rice with a knife and a fork? Uh, Hilly. There's a guy on the the platform, we can't say their name, over on, over on the talk. And his name's Matthew. And he's British. And he literally puts on classical music and he dresses up. And he slowly eats food in like a really relaxing and calming way. It is fantastic. He has so many people that love him. It's like... (laughs) It's so British. He'll like eat a banana. Like super slow, super posh, very little slices. It's kind of relaxing. I actually enjoy it the few times I've watched him. (laughs) It's so good. People come in, they're like... Why is he doing this? Why is he eating so slow? The, the people that get triggered actually make it pretty fun. They're like, I don't get it. <laughs> Shockwave says, that's why Brit's teeth are so messed up. They stab themselves in the gums repeatedly with the fork. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think all your Legos went on sale today from yesterday. Oh, did they? Guys, check. You guys might be able to get a deal. You might be able to get some deals. They, they, oops, they should, they should give you a discount if you ordered it within such a certain amount of time. Don't they do that on Amazon? I think you can like file. If, 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 I think it's within like seven or 14 days or something. Can't you get the money? I'm looking right now. No, it looks like the the Imperial shuttle didn't get a discount. Yeah, it's still 56. It was 56 yesterday. 
None of the busts have been discounted. They're they're all on sale, but they didn't get discounted any more than they already have been. We're supposed to eat nowadays? Yeah. You just need Optimus Prime. Yeah, the Optimus Prime Lego set is really sick. Akuta Papa says, Americans and some Europeans are weird. Rice is eaten with hands, chopsticks, or a spoon. Get out of here with your fork. I, I don't know how you can look at a bowl full of rice and think, okay, I have a spoon and I have a fork. I, I'm going to go with the fork. What? That's like saying, okay, I have to shovel this sand. Should I use a pitchfork or a shovel? Why would you use something where the, the the grains of sand are gonna fall through the pitchfork? Why? You would use a spoon. Hands? Yeah, sticky rice. Some people eat with their hands. Yeah. A pitch spork, a brand new, a brand new farming tool has emerged. The pitch spork. So by that logic, chopsticks are wrong then? Well, I think usually when they eat chopsticks with rice, the rice has got that sticky, like it bunches together. So that wouldn't be a problem. Haley says, gravity holds the effing rice on the fork, you uncouth delusional morons. Acknowledge us, sporks forever. I mean, nothing in the bowl requires stabbing because it all comes together. It You know, it's rice, cheese, and pork. with a 14 month milestone and it's a tier 2 utensils of the new console war team fork we actually eat rice with a fork no I'm using a spoon that's what the debate started with I was like if I'm having a burrito bowl with rice I want a spoon that's all you have in the burrito bowl cheese rice pork and guac I believe New segment incoming. Lono eats food with the wrong utensils just to upset chat. Yeah, the pork's amazing. My wife does this thing with a slow cooker and the pork just like falls apart. And then she just, we put it in tacos and burritos and burrito bowls. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I think I need to go jogging and calm down, says Hilly. 
5 p.m. Lona's making me hungry. Guys, don't forget, we just had somebody renew and they're a tier two. We only need five tier one members to upgrade to tier two. Only five, and we'll have a hundred. That'll be a huge milestone, and we'll do new content because of it. We got search, suggest, and browse off this. What do we get off a of search? Not bad, not bad. This thing's going to do great as a VOD. This this stream is going to do amazing as a VOD. You guys crushed it. For those of you that have been here a long time, we know that people feel like gameplay is really disruptive to the talk show. And we're going to try something today with the second show. We think we found a way to do gameplay and still have a talk show. Loving the Dark Roast, by the way. Drinking some right now. Thank you for that testimonial in chat. If you guys haven't tried out Reforged Roast, if you're a coffee drinker, man, people in chat will tell you how good it is. Is it a talk show with pre-recorded reel? I'm not sure what we were going to do, Infinite. I was maybe going to go live in the mornings when I'm getting ready for the show and just, like, carry my phone around with me and do that with Tier 2 members and above. And then be like, all right, guys, I'm done. And then I can redirect you over um, over to the, to the live show. Oh, you're asking about, is it a talk show with pre-recorded reel? Maybe. this burrito bowl it's a bowl with all the ingredients of a burrito in it no tortilla where this decision come from I thought you and Creature decided the talk show is what you do best not gameplay well we feel we're selling a gaming channel short by putting such small amounts of gameplay on it so we decided to fit like could we do both and we build a hybrid where we show gameplay and do a talk show. And you know what's funny? We do it all the time. When do we have a hybrid show that centers around gameplay but is also a talk show? When? You guys you guys know the answer. We do it all the time. We did it just recently. No beans? No, I'm not big on black beans. Mm -mm. Gameplay reveals and gameplay trailers. That's exactly right. If I can loop a gameplay trailer and a gameplay reveal and still maintain a talk show, why the frick can't I do that with gameplay of brand new games when they come out? We're missing out on a massive funnel on YouTube. There's all these people looking for gameplay. And we do something unique with the talk show. We've had a lot of people become members here, join here, and become subscribers here when I'm breaking down a trailer. All you all you talk show homies, you don't leave on the days where I, I loop a gameplay trailer. You don't leave. You don't leave. Why? Because we still do a talk show. I found the perfect spoon set for Lono. Oh, all those goose. All those geese, I should say. I guess it's three. Each individual spoon is a goose.
you eventually mute the loop video. Game audio is harder to listen to. No, I know. I know. Then trust me. We've thought about that. You know what's funny? The EU regulators haven't even scratched the surface of this deal. People think the UK CMA is overstepping. Wait until... Uh-oh. What are you thinking about, Eugene? No, we're not really doing a show on Overwatch 2. We did one on the Battle Pass and stuff last week, but I didn't feel like I could do much of a show on what's happening with that game. Guys, we're getting ready to switch gears. I, I've been eating at the end of the first show, so we don't short-circuit the start of the next show. My wife follows this content creator on Instagram. And she was sharing a, a, a story about Chipotle upsetting her stomach. So she had all these people setting her stories. It blew me away how many people have eaten Chipotle and then like pooped themselves. I'm like, what? What the? What'd you eat? Like, I've eaten Chipotle really fast. Sometimes I've been like, ooh, my stomach. But I've never been like walking away or walking down the road and been like, I just, I just crapped myself. I've never done that. I've had a pretty upset stomach before too from food that you eat too fast. But I've never crapped myself. The number of stories that she was getting, it blew me away. I was like, maybe all these people just have incontinence. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Trusted a fart and they shouldn't have. <laughs> was it a pint of hot salsa? That's what I was saying, Zubair. I'm like, what did you eat? Some rice, some beans, some chicken, some salsa, some queso, some guac. Okay. That could upset your tumbly, but you couldn't get to a bathroom in time? What are y'all doing? I've had close calls with a certain local diner where we live just far enough away that it was a race. Probably food poisoning. I don't know about that. I'll tell you what. Do you want to know what stopped my stomach from getting upset eating food like that? Chipotle, tacos, burritos, ETC. Do you know what helped? Drinking way, way, way more water. It makes all the difference in the world. November 8th is when they decide to approve the deal or launch a four-month investigation. I have a feeling they launched the investigation, says Eugene. You're willing to tell me you'd never yo-yo to turd? 
<clears throat> this is getting gross. All right, hang on. All right, give me a second. I'm going to run upstairs, use the restroom, then we're going to come back, and we're going to do the next stream. And again, those of you that want a talk show, we're experimenting today, so don't bail on me when you see gameplay, all right? We're going to maintain the talk show. I think you guys are going to like it. I kind of intentionally chose a game a little outside of my wheelhouse, because if this works with this game... We can make this work with virtually any game. Okay? I'll be right back. Been drinking a ton of water. Appreciate you guys. Smash like, subscribe, all the things. Yeah, we might have enough people to hit 600 likes. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. My uh, my Gotham Knights looks like a mobile game video. It hits it like fifteen gray, fifteen k over there on the other on the other platform. Oh my gosh. Um, hang on, I gotta frame my mind here. Okay, I gotta orient myself to the new show. Uh, uh. Um, if I had the money, I'd probably get this. Oh, that's nice. I like that. So many great, so many great Lego sets. I really hope we can do that. That'll be so fun if we can. Okay. This game, Coral Island, I think people are going to dig it. I do. I think people are going to dig it. 
Sven says, how the F does someone yo-yo a crap? Um, I said what I said. <laughs> Peekaboo poo. <laughs> Uh. All right. Yo, it's good eternal. Announcements. All right, if redirect traditionally doesn't look for you, work for you, I'm going to put a link in chat. Remember, remember, we don't do a lot of gameplay on this channel because we know so many of you like the talk show. We are trying something new. We are going to try something new. It's going to be a hybrid. The talk show will continue. We'll continue dialoguing and talking about the game and, and games like it, but there will be gameplay being showcased, okay? So stick around and let me know what you think, okay? We're trying something new today so that you can get both. Thanks so much for clicking on this video. It's going to be a Coral Island gameplay breakdown. I will be playing my own gameplay in the background of the video. I'll give you my first impressions as well. I'll do that right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for what I think. And then I will let the gameplay loop and discuss it with a live audience so we can have sort of a talk show combined with gameplay. I will be ending the previous stream. We did a big discussion about the Xbox acquisition of Activision Blizzard and what's going on there. So be sure to check that out if you missed that VOD. If you like this kind of content, breakdowns of gameplay and talk shows, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. I'm going to end that other stream and bring people over. We do multiple talk shows a day and we kind of bring the audience 